This week on Nintendo Main, we have Natasha Gowrit here from the Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. And I finally got the message. I finally beat the message. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 148. Ooh, close to sesquicentennial. Yeah, we're getting to our 150th, which actually, we're streaming this again. I wanted to stream our 150th, but I was like, hey, we should stream all of them, because why not? Jeremy and I, we've, we've actually been gone for a couple weeks, because uh, my fault, uh, I was at my parents' house and the internet wasn't working that well, so I was unable to I was unable to talk to either of these guys, so we had to take a break for Thanksgiving. Sorry for not delivering an episode last week, but, you know, we're back and we got a lot more stuff to talk about, of course, because it's been like two weeks, so it'll be a pretty, pretty big episode. But uh, Thanksgiving-sized episode. Yeah, Thanksgiving-sized with uh, dressing and shit or something. Plenty of leftovers. <laughs> Plenty of uh, green bean casserole. Anyway, uh, we are your hosts for the podcast. I'm Trey, uh, the Providence of Evolution Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Red Dead Credits, Mikowski. I'm John, retired, but maybe not, uh, time-hopping ninja knitter. Yeah. And uh, we have our special guest this week, uh, Natasha Gowrit. How's it going? Good over yourselves. We're good. Uh, can you ex- well. can you explain to our listeners at home exactly what what uh, what you do? Well, you're, you're part of the um, – I said it at the very beginning, but uh, the let me make sure I get this right. The Chicago Pokemon Go squad or the Pokemon Go Chicago squad? The second one was right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Can you uh, just do a – I mean, we'll get into it later as our topic, but just give a brief uh, explanation on that for our, for our people at home. Yeah, totally. I'm just like one of the administrators for Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. Basically, I run and coordinate events all around Chicago for the group. So, like, we have 21,000 members. Wow. wow. It's like a little brief thing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Do you guys have any events coming up soon? Um, There is the community day this weekend. Um, I won't be hosting it because I'll be out of town, but so like that's a, the next big event. And then I'm planning a raid soon, probably sometime in December. So like everyone usually gets out and gets together to like battle legendary Pokemon in all the gyms around Chicago. Okay. That's a lot of nice. fun. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm not, a I'm I'm not super familiar with Pokemon Go. I, uh, I, I played it a little bit the first week it was out and I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of cell phone games, so I didn't really. Don't really get into it, but what? But what do you guys do at events like that? You kind of like, uh, I don't. Do you drop like lures or uh, or, uh, or or like set up by a Pogo stop or or whatnot? Like what would yeah, you do? Yeah, uh, like sometimes we set up lures. Sometimes we trade Pokemon with each other because that's a thing now. Let's see, we all just like walk and talk and get to know each other. We all know each other by name now because of it. We just like all like to hang out pretty much and just battle, catch Pokemon. We all go bananas pretty much. It's a great time. Nice. Yeah. Do um are they like 
Did they ever do anything like? Do you remember like one of the first commercials for Pokemon Go where it showed a whole bunch of people like going to like Times Square and fighting Mewtwo? Like, does yeah. that stuff ever happen on there, or do yes, you guys do stuff like actually, that? Actually, a couple weeks ago, um, for a community day, I think it was for Beldum, which is like a Generation Three Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because you were playing set like Ruby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you all were like meeting up, and then there's also the PNR Discord, which is a really well known Pokemon Discord in Chicago, and so is DTC. We're all meeting up, and we all got together just like in the like commercials. There was over 200 people that just catch Mewtwo. Oh, okay. All at the zoo. Yeah, it was crazy. We're all packed to their brim like sardines. It was such a good like experience to see that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is what is your favorite Nintendo game? I, I asked this of all of our guests. It, uh, it can be. A, it doesn't necessarily have to be a game made by Nintendo, but it could. You know, okay. a game on a Nintendo system, of course. I'm very biased right now, then, because my favorite po- my favorite game is Pokemon Sapphire. Okay. To be honest, it's like that's my favorite game of all time. Why? Uh, why Sapphire? Why? Why that over the other generations? It was actually my first Pokemon game. I watched the cartoon series since I was like a kid, and then I just finally delved into Pokemon through that game. So okay. it's so much nostalgia for me. My first Pokemon ever was Torchic. It just has a lot of heart to it, and the story's really good. And I love the graphics too. So it just everything about that is so much like a nostalgia factor for me. Is it? Um... I mean, do you find it kind of hard to go back to, like, after uh, all the stuff that's happened with, like, Pokemon Moon and, uh, I mean, especially Pokemon Moon, where they, like, took all the HMs out and all that, and now you can just use... I find I find some of the other Pokemons kind of hard to go back to. Like, have you have you played Sapphire since? Yeah, I actually bought a second copy of it from the exchange. Okay. I found out. Yeah, like, they replaced the batteries completely, they wiped the game files, so it was, like, starting a brand new game. It was oh, so okay. nice. So I'm just playing through that right now alongside Let's Go Eevee. And it's and it's okay? Like you're you're fine going back back yeah. to that one. Yeah. It's like I actually really enjoy the graphics that they used to have compared to like the three D stuff they have now. Sure. Um I will say the best three D graphics for Pokemon would definitely be like Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu for Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. definitely looks, uh, and we'll talk about more more of that, of course, for the topic because we haven't really we haven't really recorded ever since uh, Let's Go came came out, so we haven't really been able to talk about it, oh, like okay. uh, impressions and all that. But uh, yeah, it definitely looks. I I feel like the character models are the same as the 3ds one, but it looks a lot prettier. Like everything's a lot brighter and uh, uh, shinier. It's definitely the best looking. Too. Yeah, especially the best looking of them. Did you ever did you get into the 3DS remake of Sapphire or were or you were you I, I did. It took me a really long time to beat it because mm-hmm. I was in college at the time. Sure. So like I did beat it. I was I remember being so confused when um I think it was Marvel City cuz like you know it used to be like a flat plain area with like the bike store and now it looks like a giant shopping mall. Mm. So that was like really hard to get used to because okay. I was like wait, what happened to this city? Yeah. Um, but it was actually really well done, I think, for a remake. Oh, okay. Especially the Oxus at the end, which yeah. was interesting. I forget. I think I got. I think I got the Ruby one again because yeah, I had Ruby for Game Boy Advance, and uh, and I also did get the remake, but I didn't play it for that long. Like it was kind of. I had a hard time getting into it, but but yeah. Have you have you been playing anything like recently aside from uh, Pokemon Go or Let's Go? Um, <clears throat> I've been playing as uh. JRPG 
which is kind of all turn-based, called Blue Reflection for PS4, which is totally outside of the Nintendo realm. That's that's I'm fine. Playing that a lot, it's so good. Yeah, I heard of that one. I forgot to look. I was going to try to look it up because I hadn't heard of it either. Oh, okay. Is it? Uh, like, is it oh, fairly? Go- is it fairly new? Or is a when was? Um, when was it I released? Think it dropped around 2013 or 2015. I didn't know what it was either until one of my best friends told me about it because he thought I would be really into it. And it's like basically like you play through an anime pretty much. It's so good. The graphics. They didn't have much of a budget, but the graphics, I think, are outstanding. And the whole battle combat's really interesting for hmm. being turn-based. But and it's so... It's like... I think I love it so much because the, turn, like, the turn-based battle style is super similar to Pokemon for me. Oh, okay. It's the most, like, thing I could compare it to. Hmm. Do you collect so. monsters in it? Or collect uh, um, people for your team? No, you don't, actually. You just... So you're basically playing as a magical girl... And you don't know your magical girl until you start seeing, like, this colorful smoke pop out of this one girl. I think her name was Sanae. I'm probably getting it wrong right now. But she was the first person to have, like, this crazy silhouette around her. And you fight monsters to kill them, like, as inner demons. Like, whatever emotion they're feeling. And then in order to save them, pretty much. So, you fight a bunch of monsters, but you can't catch anything. But you do have attacks. Okay. Yeah. And is it like your standard like four person party like that you can like do you have a do you have a party that like your team? Yeah. Um <clears throat> there is pretty much so there's three magical girls. I can't remember their names except the main character's name Hinako. So there's three of like the magical girls and then you have people who are associated with you and I have three of those including Sanae so they can help you in battle. When you're fighting like big bosses and stuff like that, like they have one special attack. Oh, okay. So it's interesting, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to take a look at that one. What was the name again? Blue Blue Affection. Affection. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't heard of it. Yeah, but... it's, a, it's a little bit lesser known, mm-hmm. but it's so good. Is it's that so the good. Is it the last game that you bought, or was the last game that you bought a uh, Let's Go? Probably. Probably, yeah. Let's Go, because then I also I started playing Let's Go Eevee. And then I was like, I had to have that to a Pikachu, even though I, I got it for my brother, and then I got it for myself because I was like, why not? So now oh. I have a second copy because it's I think it's so good. So I'm like really like in my happy place when I play it. If you have another Switch, you could trade with yourself. Oh, you I could. To. Yeah, that's very tempting. <laughs> Actually, when I have more yeah. money. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's you... really tempting though. Yeah, or if you know somebody else who has it, you know, you could, I guess. Do it when yep. when uh, uh when I got uh when I got Black Two, I actually traded Pokemon from Black to Black Two like between my DS and 3DS. So oh, I've, 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 done, I've done that. I've done the self trading before. So I know what you mean. Did you did you get anything for Black Friday? I didn't actually. I was just in LA to go see my family, oh, okay. and we all went Black Friday shopping. And I was trying to get them to go to GameStop with me because I'm also like since I work there and I could have got a discount. Mm. They're like. No. I'm like, ugh, okay, fine. So oh. I didn't really get anything for Black Friday or okay. Cyber Monday. Okay. I wish, but I didn't. How about, how about you guys? I got on that eShop sale. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know so you I got actually, a... I actually got a lot of games this week, um, but the two Black Friday games I got were The Messenger, as I mentioned at the top of the yeah. show, and uh, I also got um, Battleship Brigade. Yeah. I only got that game. Cool. How much did you pay for The Messenger? I, think I don't 15. remember, but it was cheap. I think it was I think it was fifteen marked down from twenty. 
Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't like a huge discount, but mm. between that and Battleship Brigade, it was the price I felt like paying for those two games. Yeah. It was a was Battleship on sale too? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of I think they're still up there, but there were a whole bunch of like Black Friday sales on the eShop that actually they're started. Down they're down now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went back because I was thinking about grabbing rabbits today, and oh, it's gone. Yeah, oh. it was only like oh, yeah. twenty-two bucks. I should have bought it. I just checked last night, and it was up last night, so it went down today. Because I, uh, yeah, I was looking. I was on Twitter, and there was like a, there were there was an advertisement for um, the South Park because both the South Park games were on sale, and uh, and I thought that it was still going because because of the ad, but I guess it's, I guess it's not. They probably nope. took it down by now. But uh, yeah. There was there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff on sale though. Um, I ended up buying uh, I ended up buying six games for through Black Friday sales actually. Cool. So I figured wow. that would be uh, I figured that we would talk about Black Friday of course because that's a big event. Uh, I got uh, Jess and I went to um, went to Walmart uh, Thursday night. Uh, they start they start Black Friday at like six o'clock at Walmart. So like uh, we went over there we went over there at like five forty. We probably should have went earlier, but. There was already like a ton of people in there just with their stuff waiting around for the six o'clock sale, you know, just waiting to buy it. But it was it was crazy. There were a lot of people there, and there were like lines that like wove through the store. But uh, we went there. We ended up breaking two bottles of Worcestershire sauce, like in the process of trying, of trying to uh, get the game. Well, well, we were like trying to because because we were trying to do shopping for like for like Thanksgiving because we were having Thanksgiving on Friday instead of Thursday at my mom's house. So we were also doing grocery shopping at the same time. And while we were trying to like, um, I forget what, I think we were trying to put like lemons in, in a bag or something like that. And we ended up dropping the Worcestershire sauce and broke it. Oh, and then we got another one. And while we were waiting in line for the, uh, for the customer service, we dropped uh, another bottle and broke that too. Oh, no. so, <laughs> no, after after we had, after we had already paid for it, so I thought that maybe they wouldn't give us one because we already bought it, but now they let us get another one. So, so yeah, the third one was the was okay. telling you don't drink or yeah. don't take the Worcestershire sauce. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't put that in your stuff. Yeah, but apparently, uh, this is kind of this is like a news item too. But apparently, according to the NVC group. Uh, they had a there was like a glitch in the system and they were selling Diablo three for like seventeen dollars. Yeah, I saw Walmart. I saw that on the page. Yeah, I guess a, I guess a bunch because they were selling Diablo three for seventeen for like um, Xbox One and PS four. So I guess yeah. it it's old, yeah. So I guess it was like messed up in the system to where it was selling the the Switch one for that much as well, even though it like just came out like a couple weeks ago. And I kind of wish I kind of wish I would have tried to get it, but I was already too like nervous about getting Starlink, which that was a whole thing because I had to get, we kind of got into a thing with the store because the game was on sale on the website, but it wasn't on sale at the store and they weren't supposed to match their own website price because of black Friday. Apparently a lot of stores were doing this. So that's why we had to go to the customer service, but we talked to this older lady and she was just like, you know, she had already put it through and then somebody told her that she couldn't do it, but she already did. So we got lucky on that one, but it was like, Oh, it kind of pissed me off, but yeah, I got a, I got it right over here since we're like on camera, I can show it to you. But, but yeah, this I got the physical Starlink, so it came with the, uh, it came with the R wing, and I, I put it all together and all that. But it was, uh, I got, I got it for forty bucks, marked down from seventy five, so I think it was worth it. That's yeah, I mean that's what you play for the game in the eShop or and there's, more than and there's, that. You said the game was was okay, but do you feel that it was worth it for the just yeah for the, the ship? 
Is yeah. that your Star Fox Amiibo, or is that the does that come with it? No, th- this is the Star Fox that comes with it. Like they, it comes with two, uh, it comes with two pilots that you stick in here, and then you have to put it on top of it like this. And this is also a controller thing. So like, no, I mean, I it's 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 fine. I like it. I mean, I've I want to play it more, but yeah, it has like you slide the Joy Cons in here <laughs> in this thing, and you That's use so this. Weird as your controller you don't have it to. reminds me uh, there's this game i used to have when i was a kid that uh interfaced with a vhs tape oh yeah it was like and it, had, it was like kind of a light gun but it was shaped like a, a toy airplane and you could put like an action figure in it and that's is it captain power me. yeah i remember is it captain things. power because i had those guys we were the guy like flew out of the he would fly out of the ship like after you mm-hmm. shoot it a bunch of times yeah that's captain power i had yep, that captain i had power. that shit yeah but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's a so like I guess you have to use this controller once. I kind of figured it out as I was playing it. You slide the Joy Cons in here, and you have to play it one time for it to register with the game that I have all this extra shit, you know. But thankfully, yeah. thankfully, thankfully, you only have to use it once, and then you don't have to use it again because it already has it scanned in there. So I appreciate that because after uh, and we'll talk about it when we get it more into the Let's Go. But after after you know certain games forcing you to play with certain things. I uh, really like that I got the option to not have to use that crazy ship controller all the time, you know? Yeah, so. seriously, like, when you played with that, was there any rumble controls with it, too, for the ship? Oh, well, I mean, it, it rumbles in the Joy-Cons that are okay. in there. The ones that are stuck in, they rumble. And it actually, actually, uh, I turn, I actually turned the rumble off because it was so loud. And I wanted <laughs> to, well, I wanted to play the game, I wanted to play the game portable, like handheld, you know? Like, yeah. like, you know, during Thanksgiving, like when the when the family was around, I wanted to be able to play around with it. And the rumbling was so loud on it that I had that I just turned it off because it would have been it would have been kind of annoying to anyone sitting next to me. Because every time because every time you shoot, it rumbles. So like and you and you're constantly shooting things in the game. So it's pretty much rumbling all the time. You know, if you're not like if you're not flying, but every time you like, you, you know, every time you like go faster with the with the ship like that rumbles, too. So it's like. It, it was constantly rumbling, so I ended up just turning it off in the options because it was driving me crazy. But yeah, no, I no, I like the game. I mean, I want to put I want to put more time into it. But uh, but yeah, I just yeah, here's the the thing all put together, and all the, the wings. Pretty cool. All, all this stuff comes apart too, which I don't even know. Like the wings come off, and you can buy different wings. Oh, wow, and that's really wing, wing damage. And yeah, and same <laughs> with like the same with the guns. An interesting thing: uh, if you take both of your guns off. It'll just shoot the it'll just shoot the yellow laser beams from the from the game, which I think is cool. Like if you That's like cool. if you take if you take these guys off, and then it'll so then each it'll of be those more little like, things have an in- NFC like thing in them, or how does that even work? I guess yeah, they all like communicate with each other. I mean, I'm not planning on is getting. There, is there like a contact on each part? Is it NFC or is it like a yeah kind of like there's a here. I don't know if you can see it, but there's like a little. There's like a little like a chip looking thing in there. Do you see it? Okay. See yep. that, see oh, that I flat see thing? It. Yeah, almost kind of, like the inside of a game cartridge. Yeah, and they all have that. That's that's one of the wings. But also, yeah, the gun the gun has it too. Okay. Oh, so you can see there. So so I guess that's kind of that's how it does it. it like so the ship it. itself is communicating with the controllers, and then that's all just plugged into the ship through yeah modules. Yeah, and this and like yeah, same thing like the ship. Yeah, the ship has that little has that little uh, thing there that plugs in here, and like the the Star Fox pilot, yeah, that has another has another one in the back there. So yeah, it's all this little 
It's all these little like uh, I don't know chip things that kind of look like what's inside of like the Game Boy, <laughs> the old Game Boy cartridges uh, and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. Does he sit inside the ship? Yeah. You like you he stick stands. you stick the mile the pilot on this and then you put the ship on top of the pilot. So you have to have, and that's how you. Oh, got it. So changing pilots, so changing pilots is a lot more difficult than than you would think. But I started to get, uh, I started to get into like the. Um, there's a Star Wolf uh, mission that's like specific to the Star. Like Star Fox has his own story that you can do, and I was and I was like in the second mission of the Star Wolf, but all the guys there were were, were their levels were too high for me. I kept getting killed, so I had to go do other stuff and then try to come back to it later. But it's fun. It's definitely not like Star Fox at all, I would say. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's kind of more like an open world, uh, I don't know, kind of kind of more like an open world, like a sandbox type game. People have been comparing it to No Man's Sky. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't played that yeah. game, but I c- can understand. Well, it is it is cool to be able to f- fly from planet to planet and like how you can leave the atmosphere and go into space and then yeah. go. I thought that was the coolest I part. think that's I really, really cool. By that. yeah. You could dive from yeah. outer space into the planet and it was just seamless. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it yeah, it does it's pretty smooth. So, I mean, I I like I like doing that. I mean, it's a uh, yeah, I don't I think I think it's all right. I mean, I like it. It's kind of I don't know. It it takes a bit to it takes takes a bit to get into, but I'm mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be playing I'll play more of it and I might, I might stream it after this. I don't know. But I also got aside from that, I also got uh what is it? What did I get? Um I got Dragon Ball Fighters for 25 oh. marked down for 60. That game is fucking awesome. Like that's probably my favorite game that I got out of all the stuff. I think, like it looks, and I don't really notice a difference from. Well, I haven't really played the PS4 one, but the the Switch one looks really, really good. Like I don't really. I think the graphics look great. I think the animation looks great, and it it's it's very yeah. much. It reminds me a lot of a mixture of like Smash Brothers and uh, Street Fighter because like all the characters kind of have the same moves, but they're all different. Like, but they are they all have the same like button combination, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, across the different guys and. It's just a lot of fun to play. Like it's it's easy. I feel like it, it does a great job of making you feel like you like you are like a, a real ninja. Like every move in that game mm-hmm. is another game's like finishing move. Oh, another sure. finishing yeah. move like send you <laughs> off the planet and smashing into another planet. Yeah, that's a yeah that's a finishing move that you can do. And all you do is just hit the hard the hard uh, punch or kick button to do that to like kick the person into the next into the like mountain over or whatever and, ex- and explode it. Yeah. And I don't I never really watched uh I'm not really much of a Dragon Ball Z fan like I never really watched the anime or anything like that but mm. but I love like the Guilty Gear games and I like like Blaze Blue and stuff like that. So and that's the same guys who made that made this. So that was like kind of how I was what what made me really interested in it but uh yeah. But yeah, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun and there's like I kind of wish because you know I remember we talked about there was a demo for that like way back when, and it was hard right. to like I couldn't get like it was online only and I couldn't get connected with anybody so I never really got to play the game at all so I felt yeah. like the demo like really didn't sell the game well in any way. I if I wish it would have showed you because there's like a full on story mode in there with like cutscenes and all that, and and the game's like pretty robust like there's there's like a story mode there's like arcade mode there's a uh, you know there, there's like the online mode also. And if it would have shown me all that stuff up front, I probably would have paid full price for it. Cause it's totally I felt the same it. way. I, I had yeah. so much trouble getting in. I got into like maybe, I don't know, six or seven fights, but there was a lot of hassle. Mm-hmm. And I went online on Reddit and I was like, hey, is anybody else having trouble with this? And yeah, everybody else was having trouble getting on yeah. the, the demo. So it was a horrible representation. Then when you, fi- when you finally got on, and I'm wondering if this is in the, the actual game. When you finally got on, there was this weird lobby system 
Yeah. Where you were like a little chibi character. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the game is. That's, that's how, how it you, is. That's how your menu, menu is. It's really weird. Yeah. You're the chibi character. And if you want to go play the story mode, you like walk over to this tent that says story mode. And then, then you talk to a dude and then the story mode starts. That's kind of how the game works. Same thing with like the, like that's where the training is. You got to walk over to a training dude and then you walk over to the arcade and that's where it, I don't know. That's just how the game is set up. And you can, is it be, still, is it as confusing for you as it was for me? I mean, I figured it out pretty, like, I figured it out, like, within the first play of it, because there's only about six things you can do, so it's like, you know, you can either go here, you can either go to the shop, or you can go to the store, you can go to the arcade, or whatever, but as far as, like, the online mode, I haven't really messed around with that, and uh, when I tried the demo, I couldn't get, I couldn't get connected with anybody, so it was like, I didn't even get to play it, so it was like, yeah, it was kind of a weird... I don't know. Felt like it wasn't a great demo for for that type of game, but it's. I mean, I, I recommend the game. It's. I know it's like only like a week away from Smash Brothers, so I don't know if anybody would actually be interested in it. But I think it's an awesome game, and I think it's a lot of fun, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. So. Something to keep an eye on in case it goes on sale. Yeah, I mean, well, twenty twenty five bucks was was great deal. I mean, I'm sure that's gone now, but that's definitely why I hopped on it because I didn't want to pay full price for it. Now that I did, now that I got it, it's totally worth full price. Like, there's a lot to do on there. And it's super, super pretty, the game is. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of story mode and arcade and other shit on there. And so the online matchmaking actually works well. I don't know. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't tried it yet, just because oh, okay. I'm not that good. But I've just, uh, been playing, gotcha. I've just been playing around with the story mode. But I'll try, I'll try it out and let you guys know on here. Um, I also got, I got the um, Namco Museum game because that was on sale for 15 marked down from 40 and i think the reason i got that was just because i really wanted that snk game and didn't and didn't get that one so Mm. i just went the because jeremy and i we were talking about that like in between shows they did that snk was it 40th anniversary collection that has like the snk version of the games and the nes versions of the games and i really wanted that and that one was 40 but i don't know that had both yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, is fine. SNK the music rhythm game? Uh, SNK is uh, they were the guys that did like um, well, uh, well, Neo Guilty Gear and yeah, Neo Geo is like probably showdown. the one that that's oh, okay. most they're they're most known for. But the S but the SNK collection actually is actually before that. It doesn't have any of like the King of Fighters or World Heroes or any of that stuff in there. It's more like uh, Crystalis and uh, Akari Warriors and a lot of the old like arcade games. Like that type mm. of thing, but it looks cool. Like, yeah, like Crystalis is in there, which wasn't an arcade game; it was an SNK game. But you also get the Crystalis NES game on there as well. Like, you can play either of them, which I think is really rad. Like, same with the Kari Warriors. Like, you can play the Kari Warriors arcade game and the NES game, and there's all three of well, them why on there. The NES game, yeah. And I used to play the shit out of Kari Warriors two, and I really wanted to get it to play Kari Warriors two because I played a lot of a lot of that game. I don't think so. It's, wait, I don't think you it's did great... buy this game. No, I didn't. I said I got okay. I got the Namco one because I okay. wanted the SNK yeah, one. Is basically what I did. And the Namco, the Namco one that you got was that the bundle with um, the Pac Man. Yeah, game it, to the new. It did actually come with. You Pac-Man. already had that, right? Yeah, I already had it, but this, but it did come with it. I didn't realize that until after the fact, like till after I bought it. It was just one of those well, kind of impulse buys. So I was like, oh, this is on. Oh, cool, this one's on sale too. I'll just grab this one. You know, just because I wanted to grab another thing. I was originally going to get the South Park, the second one, but I ended up getting the first one on sale for 15 off the eShop. So so I was like, I don't need the second one. I was like, I'll just play the first one and see how I like that, and then, you know, go from there. 
But uh, yeah, that was that was our Walmart experience was getting those games. And the Namco Museum game is pretty good. Like uh, it's worth it for the for Splatterhouse for like having an arcade perfect port of uh, Splatterhouse One. That looks it looks really good. So yeah. Oh, there's also a GameStop two blocks away from me now. What? Yeah. That might be trouble because I have a rule that every time I walk by one, I gotta step inside. If you have to amend that rule, <laughs> I was gonna say it, I was gonna thought you were gonna say you had a rule where you uh, every time you go by one, you have to buy something. That'd be a bad rule. Yeah, <laughs> how that's cool though. I mean, it's it's within a walk. You know, you could always just walk down there if you were looking for something. You know, right? That's probably where I'm gonna get my Smash Brothers. Yeah, are you going physical with it? I'm going physical with it. Yeah, oh, okay. I think my rule is gonna be physical with all the major Nintendo releases, but. I'm definitely seeing the utility of having the games on the system. Yeah. I uh I I already bought it. Like I, I bought the game like two or three weeks ago. Like I went ahead and just made the plunge early. And I did the whole thing. Like I bought the uh I bought like the, the season pass and all that, like the night with the ninety dollar version, whatever. I went I went for the whole thing. I might hold off on getting the pass until the characters actually come out. Yeah. I mean I don't yeah. I didn't see I really didn't see me and myself like not wanting to get the characters, so I was like, I might as well do it now. And I like paying for it early because I don't have to worry about that. It's like and a it, gift to yourself later. I'm feeling yeah. that with the NES controllers. I got the reminder that oh, they're coming. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, it's like oh, Jer- yeah, we, we'll make sure we talk about that on the show. Well, I was gonna say like uh, it's like what Jeremy does about shows. It's like you buy a you buy the ticket early, you know, and then you and then mm-hmm. you already have the ticket. So so you, then you can come later. But yeah, uh, what else did I get? Uh, I got through the Black Friday eShop sale. I got um, I got Stick of Truth for fifteen, the South Park game, and yes. I got. I also bought a uh, Jeopardy for ten dollars because I'm an idiot and I buy Jeopardy for every system that I have. And uh, can, it, can you can you elaborate more on that? And I know your history of Jeopardy games. Of Jeopardy, it's they, just, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. It's just a fun party game. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I've we I've played it with with like previous roommates and all that. We always would get into it. Like we used to play, we played Jeopardy on. Uh, well, Jeremy and I, we had this like a uh, disc for Dreamcast that had like all the NES games on it and like hacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would play like there were like three or four different Jeopardy games that came out for NES that we would play on there. So we played like the kids version and like the I think there's a sports version, but I had it. Yeah, I had it for Super Nintendo. I had the 64 one. I got it for PlayStation Two. I got it for Wii U. And now I have it for Switch too, but it was half off. It was marked down from twenty to ten. So I was like, oh, whatever, I'll get I'll get Jeopardy again." So have you have you seen? I, it was a video that popped up recently that I saw online. It was a uh, it's called Jeopardy. No, someone like edited Jeopardy together really well, like clips from Jeopardy, and it's everyone's name is Jeff. So it's like Jeopardy, <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> named Jeff. That's, that's funny. Yeah, and then all the categories are Jeff. Oh wow, they're all Jeff. Are you getting? Yeah, that? and then all the questions will be like, "This category is Jeff, 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 Jeff." Hmm. What's the answer, Jeff? Uh, what is Jeff? That's correct. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was. Um, oh yeah, and I got Persona Five for twenty bucks also on PS4. That was a that was a Black Friday sale as, as well. And I and I bought a and I bought a new card for my Switch. I bought it a four hundred gig card for eighty oh, bucks damn. off of four hundred gigs. Four hundred gigs. Yeah. Off of uh, card. off of Amazon because Amazon was having a sale as well. Okay. So yeah, because I had a 200 gig and uh, I ran out of space. I was unable to download uh, Smash Brothers 
you know, even though it's not out yet, but I still couldn't download it. So I was completely out of space and I was deleting a bunch of stuff. And actually Brian Altano from uh, IGN, he posted on the NBC group that there was a micro SD card, that it was the cheapest that that 400 gig one had been. Do you have to redownload everything? How does that work for transferring yeah. shit over? Yeah, you have to redownload everything. Okay. Which is kind of annoying, but it took, you know, it takes like a couple days, but it, uh, <laughs> you know, you just got to kind of go through there and you have to manually, you know, tell everything to download and then just kind of let it go. But I have everything, everything's, I have everything downloaded on there that I had before, plus stuff that I had deleted, I redownloaded. So like Doom's back on there and like, uh, Mario Odyssey and like other stuff that I had taken off to try to save space, you know? Mm. And uh, and with everything downloaded on there, I ha- still have 130 gigs available. So, cool! Holy crap! So that's, that's awesome. so that's pretty good. So hopefully that that should last, last you me. about a year or less. <laughs> hopefully that'll last <laughs> me like a couple a couple months. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if any as of right now, I can't think of any big games that I'm. And I already got Smash Brothers, so I mean, I guess it'll be till whenever the next big RPG they replete they release on it will be. You know. Or Animal Crossing. Yeah. I don't think Animal Crossing will be any bigger than... Uh, do you, I don't think it'll be any bigger than Smash Brothers, Animal Crossing. Definitely not. Yeah. Unless you think crazy with it, which I doubt. I mean, Animal yeah. Crossing is, what, 18 gigs? I don't. Real time for growth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't know how big... We don't know what Animal Crossing will be for the Switch, but I don't think it'll be higher than 18 gigs. We'll have to see. But yeah, and there's not even a release date for that either. I think it's like April. Did they give? I didn't. I didn't think they gave a release date. Like all they did was show. Uh, yeah, all, all they did was say that it was coming out. That was all we got from that. Uh, I think they did direct. say 2019 though. Yeah, they did well, say 2019. Yeah, they said a year, but no, but no, like it wasn't like winter. Nope. Or like anything month. like that. Plus, if they, even if they did say a month, I wouldn't believe them because. Yeah. Mm. They don't just how it goes. Yeah. Regardless, let's start telling them that they said April, and then maybe they'll put it out early. <laughs> said April. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Right. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You said it was going to be a huge file size. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now give us details. Mm. Yeah, I was just. You when... said there was going to be a full virtual console hidden inside the game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They should Mother do that. three on every console. <laughs> 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 they need to make it like a. Yeah, make it like Animal Crossing on GameCube. Where like you get a game with it, and the game is Mother Three, <laughs> but it's just a title screen. You can't play it. They're just they're just gonna keep twisting the knife on you. Mm-hmm. You can hit start forever, but nothing will happen. Ever. And your character just gets really despondent after they play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when when you were gone, John, I mentioned uh, I bought a new card for my Switch. I got a four hundred gig one now. So I've nice. had, had so you're good to go for a while. How many cards is that for you now? I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Three, four, maybe. Oh, my gosh. That I've gone through. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a hundred one and then I got a two hundred one and I had a cut and I had and I had like a bad one that didn't work that I ordered from Amazon that was supposed to be good, but it wasn't. So and I no, actually no, it wasn't even from Amazon. I bought it from Target and it didn't work. Like I didn't oh. even order it, you know, so I, I had I had a whole bunch of card problems for a while there and then. I finally got a good 101, then I got 201, and I have a 401. So, and so when with, you buy so many cards, how do you keep track of which game is on which card? Like, oh, I want to play I only whatever use, game I, I got you know, last year for some reason. I only uh, use one card. I only use one card. <laughs> That's how. That's it. Yeah. 
I mean, why would I? I don't need to use any of those older ones. They're just they're just collecting dust, you know. Oh, so you don't like? Oh, I got it. So you're adding all your old games onto the bigger card. Yeah, it's like when you. Yeah, no, I'm not going to switch cards to play like, I don't know, to play like World Heroes or something <laughs> that I bought way back when. No, I just re-download everything on the card. So yeah. with with everything downloaded on it, I still have 130 gigs open. So hopefully that'll keep me for a while. And that was when I got I got to read like I re-downloaded Doom and Mario Odyssey and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, that was my Black Friday purchases. It's six games and a card, so I got plenty plenty to play for a while there. Did you guys did you guys get anything else within the past well, I two weeks? Katamari Damacy reroll the well, demo. Oh yeah, oh, the demo. Yeah, okay. the demo. Yeah, yeah. the demo. choice. You can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can download the demo. I think you can only do it through the Japanese eShop, but yeah, right only now, on the so. Japanese eShop. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. but when you get it, it's all in English. So when you play it, like everything's in English. Yeah, and it's, it's just uh, that's crazy. It's only one. It's just one level, but uh, yeah, it's just the first stage. Yeah, it's just but the, the music's there. I think that's the part that I was most oh, of course with that. You know, it's the demo, but you get the full intro song. Oh yeah, yeah, and you get and you get the full, get the full right back. you get that beautiful, uh, beautiful opening cutscene, which I actually re- I did the the thirty second record thing and put it on Twitter like once, once I saw it, you know, through the because so you can already do video capture on the demo, so that's cool. And, uh, awesome. yeah. yeah, and I think like you, I had trouble with the controls at first. I forgot how weird it was. It took yeah. me like <laughs> five minutes to get used to. It. Like, how do you turn again? And then after a while, when when it snapped too, it just like, oh, now I get it. And I'm back to playing Katamari. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot how to play, and it was like, oh, you have to yeah. like to turn. You have to tilt your right stick up and your left stick down, yeah, or vice versa. Tank yeah. controls, pretty much. Well, complicated tank controls. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's like even more complicated than like Resident Evil or whatever. It's just like we have to it's play, its own thing. Yeah. I've yeah. never played another game that controls like that before. We have I to... drove like a, a Bobcat, like uh, one of those machines that you used like for construction. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. exactly how it controlled. Like when I first played Katamari, I'm like, oh, this weird. is like that Bobcat I used to Because <laughs> it'd be like, if you want to go forward, both sticks forward, back, mm-hmm. both sticks back. And then, you know, you do the twist. Yeah, then you jumped in a bobcat and started rolling up stars. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to ride a bobcat again. It was so much fun, but I'm not licensed to do that. There was a what was it? There was like this old arcade game. I think it was called Cyber Sled. Did you ever, do you remember that game? It's a, it was the same thing. It no. had it had two joysticks, and mm-hmm. like you controlled it the same way as Katamari, where you had to push both of them forward to go forward, both to the right to strafe, and like so on. And it, I think it was like. I think it had like two like two different things that you sit on and you're both in the same world and you move around and you like deathmatch each other. This is like an arcade game from the 90s that I remember playing. I think I played it at the old like Bloomington arcade uh Tilt is what it was called. But uh yeah. <laughs> Cyber Sled. <laughs> if anybody remembers that, uh send us an email at gmail.com. Let us know about Cyber Sled. But yeah, no, it reminded me of that game. But yeah, when is isn't that game isn't that releasing the same day as Smash Brothers? December seventh, they're trying to destroy my wallet. I don't know what that and the Genesis game. Yeah, I don't understand. Genesis games all in one for thirty bucks. Yeah, I don't understand so it's why. Two hundred dollar day for me. I know it. Yeah, well, the guys who did the guys who remade Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap, their their game is coming out on that that day too, which is a game Damn. I was really really wanted to play, but that's like another thirty dollars, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. Did did a uh, did um Katamari ever get a price? For, 30 bucks. F- for the re-release? Oh, that's not 30? bad. 
That's not bad. I was hoping it'd be 20. Oh, because it was 20 when it was new on PlayStation Mm -hmm. 2, so I thought it would be 20 or less. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big switch tax for sure. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's not a 15-year-old game or however old it is. Yeah, I mean, it's when it was brand new, like actually brand new, it was less. So, I don't know. But I, I, yeah, I'm going to have to get it. I, uh, after, after the Pokemon party last night, I, I went and did a drunk stream of, uh, we love Katamari just for the fun of it. And I was like, I like the first one a lot better than that one. But <laughs> it made me really want to play. I remember the, that being the consensus. Yeah, it made me really want to play the first no, one again. No subsequent game has been as good as the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So it really. I think when I played We Love Katamari, I think I was just so starved for more Katamari that I loved it. And I was just like, yes. And also, I had played the first one like not long before the second one came out for the first time. So I really loved the We Love Katamari, but. I guess I'd stop to say the first one was better because, well, the it thing is, with the second one was that yeah. the scale got a lot bigger, which was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, the second one is weird though because you don't get the you don't get the globe to walk to run around on like to pick the to pick the different levels. You just go. Mm. It's, it's just like a two D plane that you walk from one thing to another and, and talk to people, and it's just strange. And there's it just all doesn't the different right. cousins or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. so there's like a bunch of different playable characters. And- yeah. Just it just doesn't feel right. I guess because I liked the first one so much, I wanted everything to be just like the first one. So, but yeah, I can't wait to play it again. Um, yeah, thirty dollars comes out the same day. Yeah, so like that was it like that and Genesis and uh, and I think that Monster, yeah, Monster Boy. I know that comes out a couple of days before, but the Monster Boy game, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, which looks really cool, comes out and that's forty. Which is pretty pricey, and there was another one, Guacamelee Two, like comes out like a couple days after that too. So that's supposed to be great. So and here I am, not even knowing if I'm going to be able to afford Smash. Well, so who's gonna who's gonna play Smash with me? Like the night that it comes out, <laughs> when I downloaded Play at Eleven, we could play it. I and mean, if yeah. I can, I will. But it's gonna be right when I get done with my vacation, and I'm like, yeah, strapped for cash. Because John, you're getting the you're getting the physical one. You won't have it till Friday. I'm, I'm, I wanted to I'm do a physical one. Yep. I was going to mm-hmm. do a stream of it that night, and I was hoping that one one of you guys would have it. We'll see. But if you get it, are you getting it digital, Natasha? No, I'm getting it physical. But like GameStop is doing a 11 p.m. like release of it. Oh, okay. So if anyone had, oh really? Yeah. Okay, I was just mentioning, you know, when you were uh, frozen on Skype for a second there, Natasha, that I moved two blocks from a GameStop. Mm. So okay. yeah. Could be a problem for me, but uh, hey, all right, that would 11 be a huge PM. problem for me. It can make it <laughs> work as a nationwide release, 11 p.m. for GameStop. It depends on the yes. store and whatever the district says in that pump. Like, where where is your GameStop? I guess Long Beach, California. Long Beach, California. Uh, is it in a mall or is it by itself? It's like uh, it's kind of by itself. I mean, there's like a big outdoor strip mall. Oh, okay. So that that should be fine then. Just call ahead and see if they're doing an early release. Because if it's in a mall, they usually say no. Mm. So yeah, because uh, you'd have to get into the actual mall to get to the store. Oh yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's outdoors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you should check in on right. them. Maybe you can get a midnight release from them. I mean, it's right next to your place, so you can just walk there. Yeah. Two blocks away. So yeah. yep. Yeah. I'll be yeah, alright. You, you might even get it earlier because you're in California. So, hey, true. Well, if they're going to match, are they are they trying to match the like the digital release? Is that what they're doing? Because it because I know it releases Eastern time midnight, but it releases here at eleven, and it releases at nine in California. 
Is that why they're doing that? I actually don't know their strategy behind that because I know the whole Switch thing was always midnight at, on the dot hmm. for like their releases of games, but for like Nintendo in collaboration with like game stores, it just depends, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think like only once Nintendo allowed for GameStop to release a game at nine o'clock p.m. Yeah. Otherwise, it's always midnight for GameStop. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd never heard of it being before before midnight. That's why uh, I don't know if it was a new thing for this, but yeah, I yeah. Don't, it's it's really strange. It just yeah. depends, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and you you have like, don't you have parties set up or something? I know I heard overheard you guys talking about something for. Uh, are you doing events for the Smash Brothers release? Yeah, I'm doing a huge. Like Smash Tournament actually at my place. Oh, okay. So yeah, like we're having. It's all gonna be strict like Smash rules because because we're all those kind of people. Oh, okay. So like all like no, Omega stages, like two no stocks. Fun. I'm gonna spend so much time unlocking characters the night before when I get it though. Yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> so I also want to make sure. Do you know how long it's gonna take for that? Like, as I I overheard the party last night, somebody was saying that. You should be able to unlock them in a couple hours, but just playing the game or like through the spirit mode, or does any um, anybody know? There is a solo mode. I think that's how you're gonna have to unlock all the characters. Mm. So apparently, like I saw it, it's really supposed to be similar to like Brawl's solo mode sure. in a way. Yeah, yeah, that, but not that as was my favorite. Yeah. Um, the so I think that's how you have to unlock characters. Yeah, but those... then again, you have to unlock like. Is it 73 or 70, 74 characters total? Yeah, right. Yeah, 74 total. And that's not counting the Pokemon trainer as three, as three people. Yeah. It's just not. as is. But I guess with the six and with the six extra added characters, that'll be 80 total. So that's, that's a lot insane. of that's a lot of people to play as. I think they're going to a 100. I said it before, but, you know, if they're going to keep doing these passes and everything and yeah. five characters per pass, whatever. I think they're going to go to 100 characters. That's a whole nother 20 <laughs> on top of what they're already <laughs> doing. Sakurai, Sakurai is going to like die of a heart attack by the time, by the time that the happens. The 100th character is going to be the 100 emoji. I figured that. <laughs> right. I thought you were about to say Waligi. Yeah. It's like, wait. <laughs> the, one, the 100th character will be... Sakurai just shows up as a spirit. Wait a minute. He died. Oh, my gosh. It'll, it'll be the... Uh, yeah, it's going to be the ghost of Sakurai. That's basically what the 100th character will be. <laughs> He's like, I'm gone now. Uh, you can play as my spirit form. <laughs> yeah, I hope no my sacrifice but, was worth it. But seriously, don't don't leave a Sakurai, and don't and, and don't feel like you have to make twenty more characters. He looks too young. Just make too them young. all Waluigi's or something, and they'll just die whenever you pick them. They'll just they'll just fly off the thing. Are you are you a pro Waluigi person, Natasha? About uh, him being a character, <laughs> how how do you stand on that on that big thing? I, I honestly, I. If I had to choose out of everyone, I'm definitely like Mario. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Or like, if you want to get really nitty gritty, I want a shy guy because that's my favorite Mario character. Oh, I mean, I'd I'd be more <laughs> behind a character. I'd, right? be, I'd be more behind shy guy than player. Waluigi. I just don't understand. I I don't I don't get all this Waluigi like why everybody's just like why like I don't think he would be a good character to play. Why? As. Yeah, I think it's because they have. They have Mario, they have Luigi, they have Wario. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I think that's why. But, so, like, I remember people being so mad when they announced Ridley as a playable character. Yeah. 
which was insane. But, like, but not Waluigi. Yeah. I think it's just because he's the last one, like just like you said, out of the whole yeah. group. But he doesn't do anything. But he doesn't have any. On the other hand, yeah. he sucks. So yeah. right. we'll keep him out. He would be a bad fighter. Right. Well, he. Yeah, he doesn't really. I mean, Waluigi was originally created just so Wario could have a doubles partner in tennis. Right. So yeah. like, twenty years later, he still has no real defining characteristics. Doesn't have a game of his own. Yeah. Take care of that stuff first if you're going to get him into Smash Brothers. I mean, give I, him his own game or something. Yeah. I w- I could see him being like an echo, an Echo Fighter of Peach or something, because you know how Peach can like hit people with the racket and like the golf club and stuff like that. Like he's been to all those. Sports events, he can hit people with that stuff, I guess. He could, but I don't really. Yeah, I don't see the appeal of having him in there, and he doesn't really. He doesn't really have anything aside from his roses, I guess. That he, like the rose stem in his mouth. <laughs> like that's about the only thing I can think of that makes him like. He could be like you know, tuxedo different. mask. And yeah, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, something magical like that. girl Waluigi game. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always thought we we mentioned it before on the show. It'd be funny to have like a. Waluigi dating simulator, but like if you end up dating Waluigi, you lose. So like you try to <laughs> stay away from him. You try to avoid like <laughs> yeah. slumming it up with Waluigi. <laughs> you try to you try to avoid like, like ended up winning up with him. Yeah, like try to try to get out of the you know try to get him to leave as quick as you can. For <laughs> you win if Waluigi dies alone. Oh, dark. <laughs> oh my god. You win, and it's just his grave. <laughs> Well, is there a, is there any news items that you want to talk about real quick before we before we did take you a break? want me to tell you the other games I got? Oh, do you have more? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else? They weren't all Black Friday games, but I got a bunch of Wii games as a gift. Oh, okay, which, cool. They're 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 uh, just random. But my friend bought these for me for my birthday, which is actually tomorrow. Well, it'll be the day this podcast is released. It's a Friday, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I got Indiana Jones too. Of the there, there's a second. I think she one? just wanted to pick like games she thought would be good two player games. I didn't even know there was a second one. Yeah, Star Wars lightsaber battles, the Clone Wars. I think I have that game, or maybe I don't. I have I have yeah. the DS version of it. Mercury Meltdown Revolution, which I do remember this game. Like I what think I played it before. It's like a pu- kind of a puzzle game, but you're a piece of like mercury that's moving around, and you get bigger as you go. Mm. Yeah, I remember that's that. Gonna- Cool. Is it like use tilt controls on the on the Wii Remote, or I'm picturing something like those yeah, labyrinths? Yeah, full interaction the using the Wii Remote motion sensor, but you can also use the classic controller. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a blob based puzzle game, which that should be fun. Got a couple of jet ski games, no wave race though. Hmm. Yeah, water sports. Which I laugh. Wow, at. I've never, I've That's never funny. even oh seen my that God. one. <laughs> got just Wii water sports, jet ski. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen that either. Wow, that, what were those like? Two dollars? I have no idea. I think. Yeah. Well, she said she got them at disc replay, so probably like she got, she got me six games. Wow. As, and yeah, Remington Super Slam Big Game Hunting. I haven't <laughs> seen that one either. Africa, the which Africa after, edition, right? Which after playing Red Dead. <laughs> For so long and hunting in that is I'm actually kind of looking forward to like just pointing at the thing I'm going to shoot, killing some lions. Break out the old weeds ever. Yeah, I think this will be fun. So, like I said, I think she was picking out games that she thought would be fun for two player, and mm. I'm willing to give all these games a try. I don't know about these jet ski games, but we'll see. That's hilarious, especially, especially yeah. water sports. I have water sports. I've That's never even. 
it looks pretty rudimentary. I don't know. It's hard to see, but yeah, it's oh, very. Do you need a balance board? Oh no, do I? I think you might. I think you can use it. Yeah, I think it's in there. I think it's optional. Okay. Oh wait, no. We'll see. I'll <laughs> let you know. I hope you. I hope you have to <laughs> use it. Hope you have to use a balance board on that. That'd be hilarious. But yeah, and then I also I was gonna say quickly I did beat Red Dead Redemption Two, mm. so I can stop talking about that game finally. It only took me like three weeks. It's funny. It. The funny thing is, like you only talked about it in one episode. I know. <laughs> you only talked about it on our last episode, so you I haven't. Really, so you didn't like really talk about, about it. it. <laughs> I did talk yeah. about it though. He didn't really talk about it a lot. Well, actually, speak- on, the online starts tomorrow for that game, right? Or yep. soon Friday. anyway. Wow. Friday. Speaking of uh, speaking of beating stuff, I beat Ease Eight. Whoa! That, that was nice. my uh, right. yeah. I beat it like uh, right when Jeremy was leaving. Like I stayed up and beat it, and I got done with it like right when you left at like seven a.m. A couple <laughs> weeks total ago. hours count on that one. You've been playing that for a while. Uh, it was fifty something. I think it was like fifty five, fifty six, which isn't that long, I guess. But mm-hmm. for me, that's pretty long. But it's nice to beat a game that long finally. I felt like how Jeremy felt felt after he beat a Octopath Traveler. Like I felt so free, and uh-huh. I beat it. I beat it right before Let's Go came out, so I could just jump right into Pokemon, which was which I was cool. I still need to play more of Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I actually i uh, tried I tried going back to it, and I had a hard time getting into it. Probably because I don't know where I'm going anymore because I haven't played it for like months. <laughs> but well, to I, be yeah. fair, the game doesn't have a whole lot of like I don't know. You, you should be able to figure out pretty quickly where you're supposed to go. Sure. Yeah. No, I just because it's pretty. It's pretty linear as far yeah. as how each of the stories go. I played it for. I honestly played it for like a second. I played it for like five minutes, and I'm like, mm. like I don't know. I'm like I don't know where I'm going anymore. It's fun. Some of those battles take a really long time. So once you like grind to get to the level you want to be, which is what I did. I yeah. used a lot of like the experience. Uh, what the hell it's called? Where I multiply the experience. Yeah, the by the, 100. the the dance. dance. Yeah. Oh, bewildering grace. That's what. It's yeah, called. yeah, that one. So I'd use that. And I'd get these crazy bonuses. That would like raise me like significant like you know at one point I think I went up like eight levels in one thing and um this is like late game too you know so mm-hmm. these I shouldn't have been leveling up that fast but yeah. when I, when that happened then I just started running away from all the battles and the mm-hmm. game became a lot more fun <laughs> even no, though the, you're supposed to enjoy the battles well that, I was just getting yeah. a little worn out by them because they take a long time yeah I mean that's not really the way. That's not really how a good RPG should be, though. It shouldn't be something where you don't want to battle, because battling is like 80% of the game, you know? Well, and that's uh, why, I, yeah, that's why I haven't beaten the big bad yet, because that's all, that's just a battle. Yeah. Well, you didn't do the post-game stuff, but you, but you did. Beat right, it. exactly. Yeah. Like, I didn't do, I I tried a little, like, I tried one of the post-game raids on uh, on Ease, and it's like, everything's like level 99, so it basically wants you to grind up to that, and I don't like, I don't like grinding, really. I like RPGs, but I don't like grinding. So it's like, uh, so I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go around and. I, probably, I like I grinding, play any but of that then extra once stuff. I get to the level I want to be, I usually do kind of lose interest a little bit. Like I'll still see the game through, but hmm. it kind of loses some of its glamour because you know you're, you're OP all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you like grinding. I think I, that, I think always that's have. The, I don't know. I think that's the like most boring part of RPGs. I mean, I, I play them for the story mostly. So, Same though. I like, always enjoy a good story. Yeah, because I played through. I mean, I, I was on a. I mean, I'm still kind of on a, a Dragon Quest kick, but I tried to play through all of the Dragon Quest games. Like the only ones that I haven't beaten are like, uh, what was it, eight, six, nine, and eleven? I haven't beaten. 
But all the ones I played before that, I never really did any grinding. Like, I mostly just... I mean, I don't run from battles, though. Like, I just fight all my battles. And most good RPGs, I think if you fight all your battles, you should have enough... You should have a high enough mm-hmm. level to, you know, to be at the right spot whenever you get to it, so... And I think it was on Acts of the Blood God um, that I heard them talking about, like... They were specifically saying, like, well, don't grind, like face the challenge of the yeah. enemy earlier. I mean, that's the fun when of, they're harder. That's you, the fun of the game. You'll have more fun with the game because yeah. you'll have to use your wits and your your tactics a little more yeah. instead of just being really strong. Yeah. I mean, that's how I like to do it. I mean, I don't want to... Which go, I do, too. I don't want to just hit, it, too, hit the A button the whole the way through. When the battles start to get super repetitive, <laughs> yeah. I figure out if I'm going to be dealing with these repetitive battles anyway, I might as well just get the levels now, and then I can run away from the battles. Yeah. I really, I really wish that Octopath Traveler would have been like more like bravely, like more like bravely default, like mm. in the way to where you can like speed up your battles, you can turn all the battles off, like you can like you have like a mm-hmm. slider to de- you know that can determine like how often monsters attack you and stuff like that. I kind of wish they would have gone the full route on that because I don't know coming back to it. I kind of like, I don't know. I I I think Bravely Default was a better game out of the two out of the two of them, and I think Octopath Traveler like looks amazing and sounds amazing and all that, but mm. but they could have done a lot more with the battle system. Is what I'm saying. I wish they would have. I agree. Yeah, like for yeah. the dialogue when it's all the voice acting, mm-hmm. like, some of it, like some of the stuff, it just cuts out randomly. Like there would be like one piece of dialogue and then it just cuts out. Oh. Like, if they wanted to continue dialogue with, like, a voice actor, I feel like they should have just done the whole thing, you know? Because oh, it's just sure. so awkward. Yeah, it just oh, goes out of the way. It's a little yeah. off-putting. Yeah, yeah, I think like, I know what you mean. Like, some, like so you never know when it's going to be a fully voice actor, yeah. or all of a sudden, it's just going to be, like, they say a sentence, and all that goes, uh-huh. Yeah. be like, yes, you should go rescue that maiden today because yeah, yeah. she's being kept by a dragon. You know, that's not really happening. Yeah. I mean, a lot, like, yeah, yeah. Demo too. a lot of RPGs do that, though. For a little bit. Yeah. They did that throughout, yeah. And a lot of RPGs do that. Like East did the same thing. Like like where some of it would be fully voiced and some of it wouldn't, and some of it would just be like <laughs> it them saying like, random yeah, how it works you know, and then it's yeah. Octopath though. It's just and having like, played the whole game, the story yeah. was fine, but and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But the story was fine, but it definitely was second tier to yeah. The the battle system is what they want you to enjoy and what yeah. they want you to exploit the and most. And none of the and none of the characters really talk to each other, also, which is weird. Like they don't really interact. Yeah. They do a little bit kind of like Tales of Symphonia style where they like there's optional dialogues you can see between them, but it's rarely more than just two characters talking. Once in a while they'll bring in a third just to be like, oh, you. But it's, it's rarely <laughs> like they're having a real conversation. Because I, yeah. I always felt like when you played the different chapters of like whatever character you're on, they're just kind of they're going through their, their thing. But whoever else is in your team is just kind of there. They just don't say anything about what's happening to you. Like, either, like, they're just, maybe you're just telling them the story, and they're just, I mean, well, they're fighting with you, but they don't, like, they have no say in whatever's happening in your life. At they're that like time, real human know? beings. They don't give a damn about anyone but themselves. Yeah. I, I guess. So, I, right? I do praise that realism. Mm. It sounds I feel like, like, overall, um, <laughs> I feel like, overall, you know, people were so excited about Octopath, and when it was coming to the release date, there was a lot of buzz around it, and then after it was released, it's like, it just kind of like fell off a cliff. Kind of fell off. Someone out, who yeah. doesn't play that game, I didn't buy that game. And that's just my outside observation. Like nobody's talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at all. Like I think Square Enix thought it was going to be like making 
it making it big for being just a Switch title. But well, I mean, it did. Uh, it, but but uh, to its credit, it did make it big. Like it did sell a large amount of copies. Like it was not a. It it didn't fail in any aspect. Like they definitely. I mean, they they sold a lot more than they thought they were going to. So I mean, it was it was a success on their end, and they are. Which is probably why they're bringing yeah. all those Final Fantasy games now. Yeah, well, I mean, they are doing. I know, I know there that there was like a possibility of them making a, like there was a little hint that there was maybe going to be a new Bravely Default on Switch, like there was an image that looked like the artwork from that. But I definitely would say that it was. I mean that that they did well with it. You know, I mean they sold enough copies that it was obviously a success, I believe. But I don't know. Uh, is there any like new stuff that you want to talk about? Because we're almost like a, we're like over an hour on the first half here. Other really... than uh, John and I did want to say that we got an email about our oh, NES yeah. controllers for sure. Switch. Yeah, what happened with your... So you guys ordered the NES controllers, the ones that you slide on the side of your Switch controller for yep. the... Months um, ago. Yeah, for the internet service thing for the NES stuff. And you finally got an update telling you what was happening. Officially with it. Finally on did. On the way, yep. Yeah. So uh, I actually... Um... Not that they're on the way, but it told the day that they were going to ship. Yeah, okay. that, that, that's correct. Um, but I did, um, because of that email, I remembered, oh yeah, I got to change my address. So I went and I sent them an email, changed my address and everything. And I had a nice little back and forth with one of the Nintendo reps. Cause there was some confusion about my address, but oh. um, Nintendo a plus customer service. So I gave, I gave them a good survey. So my estimated ship date, it says December 12th, which I imagine it's a form email. You probably got the same. One, John. And it says delivery is six to ten days from shipping. So we're looking at Christmas. Oh, okay. If we're lucky, we'll have it right around Christmas. If you're lucky, you'll get it before the end of the year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right before 2019. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Within this fiscal year. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but it, I but I, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about them, even though whatever. I mean, now that there's been more NES games released, especially, you know, because I think we bought those before any of the games were out, right? What? Oh, the right. or any yeah. of the NES virtual console games are out. Yeah, because it was announced. It was announced so, like yeah. way early. Yeah. So. So now we've got what is it? Twenty eight games, plus the couple of weird ones they added. So like thirty. Let's say thirty one mm-hmm. or thirty two, and uh, yeah, two player, completely mobile NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just pop it on the table and play two player NES games with your friends. I think that's pretty cool. It looks so weird. With them stuck on the side of the switch, but, <laughs> it really does. But you can you can rock that. You can make it work. Which, if you go to my Twitter, my my banner is my uh, mock-up of what the Virtual Boy would be like if they did the same thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That would be pretty hilarious. What I, what I said, my uh, middle name at the beginning, just to clarify it, the Providence of, of Evolution. That was like one of the bosses from Ease Eight. By the way, you fight the Providence of Evolution, then you fight the Origin of Life. So they get pretty deep there at the end. And the wow. origin of life is actually a secret boss because I got like the 100% ending. I mean, I didn't get all the 100%, but I got the better ending where you got where you got to play that. Do you have to fight Dana's Lacrimosa at the end? <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't. Well, you kind of do. I mean, origin of life is like is like the Lacrimosa I got, I guess. So you do do that. And uh, and Donna like uh I think she ends up becoming one with the planet or something like that. The ending of it's kind of strange. Like it's, it's like not, pow- the end of powder. I'm not really exactly sure what happened, but yeah, <laughs> not as bad as powder, but yeah, something <laughs> like that. But, what, uh, is a lacrimosa? what? What is a lacrimosa? Well, it turns out, it turns out that right? 
the well, it turns out in the game the lacrimosa is actually the eradication of that uh, of that species is what the lacrimosa is. So Donna is the last of her of her species because everything else is, has been lacrimosed. That's basically what happened. Mm. And there's these other other characters called the wardens, and they are also the last of their species that has been lacrimosed. That's basically what happened. Mm. So and they and they and the people who eases you know the main people like uh, Adol and his crew they were supposed to get lacrimosed as well, but uh, but Donna like uh, she like basically she stowed away inside of this life tree so she could live longer to to talk to Adol later. It's very it's very Japanese and uh, not all of it makes that much sense, but it's a lot of fun to play. So everybody should play it. I yeah. think it's a great game. Yeah, like that's interesting because <laughs> lacrimosed is actually um, is a song by Mozart. I know, yeah. Oh. yeah it's we, like, so it's interesting that they chose that for the game. Yeah. Mozart stole it from Dana. That's almost like a Castlevania <laughs> title. <laughs> Lacrimosa of Dana. Castlevania Lacrimosa of Donna. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it could be like a, yeah, like a Harmony of Distance, like that. All right, well, let, let's On take... the subject of beaten games, though, I do have to mention. Oh, yeah, mention the, the oh yeah, the Messenger. I beat the Messenger. Woo! Yeah, John made it through the Messenger. Have you played the Messenger yeah. yet, Natasha? No, I haven't. I actually oh. don't know what that is, so please explain <laughs> what that sure. is. Uh, sure. The messenger for is... For you and for anybody yeah. else uh, listening who hasn't, <laughs> hasn't played that game, it's basically a retro throwback to the Ninja Gaiden games, uh, but it's that's where it starts from. Yeah. Um, it evolves from there into something much bigger. It becomes kind of a metro Metroidvania, mm-hmm. where you um, travel back and forth through time from the 8-bit era to the 16-bit era so you're in the past and the future and the, gra- the whole graphic style the sound tra- style all changes fluidly with the game yeah um, you can jump through these time portals like in one level you're zipping back and forth from 8-bit to 16-bit yeah. all the while you're doing these cool ninja moves and jumping spoilers slipping. it was in the, it was <laughs> in the trailer <laughs> yeah Spoilers kinda, that were included in the trailer. Yes, <laughs> I kind of wish they wouldn't. Uh, I kind of wish they wouldn't have told you that. Wouldn't it, wouldn't that have been really crazy to find on your own? A cool surprise. Like yeah. if you didn't know, because the game, the the game is very much. It starts off to look like an NES game, like eight bit, and then you fall into this, you fall into this time chasm, and you basically wake up in the future, and it looks more like a Genesis game than a than an NES game. So no. that's kind of. Uh, but then you get to a point where you find these time these little time gates and stuff where you can kind of go from one to another seamlessly and there's like puzzles around that but it's a cool game it has a really it has a really good soundtrack and uh it's been the like, writing is hilarious yeah the the writing I, think, I like how it's laid out like it's it's very approachable and that even if it's hard there's enough save well, save points seem fairly liberal and oh yeah it saves it saves in that so you can resume that point in the level you know it's not just right. a checkpoint for when you're in the level yeah, and I also like that they got rid of the whole live system. They put in something a little bit more creative. Um, but this little guy who comes in and steals these time shards from you. You collect time shards throughout the game. Yeah, and if you die, rather than having your life take away, taken away, um, the guy he takes the time shards, which is basically your currency yeah. for a certain amount of time. He's like this little, is this little demon thing. And uh, he says that he saves you every time, but yeah, for a certain limited amount of time, you won't be able to gain co- like the coins for the game. So you won't be able to like buy the next upgrade as soon. Like he'll, he'll take, he'll take a certain amount from you and then disappear. And I know it's, I guess it'd be sort of spoilers, but did you get to the part when he, when he takes off, John, do you remember that part? That was like one of my favorite parts of the game. 
you you run into that giant monster that chases you. Yeah. Did you mm-hmm. notice that the demon like he leaves like he just takes off? The animation he's just like his eyes get big and he's like, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that part because <laughs> that's the one yeah. time where he doesn't take uh, money from you because he gets so freaked out by the monster that he just like. Yeah, he he just disappears. I thought that was a good idea. He says some funny stuff, though, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little... Yeah, every time he uh, he comes up with a new zinger to insult you, like, Mm -hmm. I've said it before, but I think my favorite one was still that one, like, when you fall in a pit. Oh, oh, did your brother tell you that was a secret passage? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like it. He was like, uh, he was like, sorry about all the pain. I had to make sure you were dead or I'd get in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or he was like, your timing was perfect. It was my turn to buy a round. Hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's one cool thing I noticed about him. A little detail is that when you pause the game, because he sort of exists outside of time, um, but when he paused the game, he's the only one that still moves around. The only moving object. I thought that was like oh, such yeah. a cool little yeah. detail, mm. emblematic of the quality of this game. Yeah. They just thought of every little thing, and it's just it's a great game. Yeah, they do. There, I'm, lo- I'm loving it so far. I just beat the catacombs, so I'm still real early on. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That bo- the bosses are cool too. I love the bo- like the really two bosses cool. I fought just have like cool attack patterns and little, there's a little puzzle to ha- how you beat mm-hmm. them. Yeah, the sprites look great too. Like the giant sprites for the bosses. I think overall the game is like it's like a 12 year old boy's fever dream of what's cool. You're like a time hopping ninja yeah. uh, <laughs> badass. Uh, it's it's just amazing. It's a great game mm-hmm. and the style, the art, music, everything. I can't yeah. recommend it enough. Sure. Check it out then, because now I'm like really interested in this game. It's cool. It's cool. You should check it out. Yeah, a lot of people. After, I heard about it a lot from Trey, and then John eventually got it. I think Trey actually bought it for John, but. Well, no, I I gave John an eShop card for his birthday. I didn't force but him to buy it, I, but then I he just bought it. Felt like yeah. left out once they started talking about it. So I, when I saw it was on sale, that was I think I downloaded that one before I even downloaded the Chef game. Yeah. Though I do really like the Battle Chef Brigade game. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, I think Messenger is more of a pick-up-and-play game. It's not going to take as long to learn. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of Shovel Knight, to be honest. At least as, like, kind of in, like... It's, like, easier than that, but... You're not, like, pogoing around, but you're collecting a lot of money, and then money is used as your life, kind of, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's those little portals that kind of remind me of the the checkpoints in Shovel Knight. Yeah, there's some similarities, I'd say, for sure. Especially but like it just looks the, like an old yeah. school 8-bit game. I mean, that's probably more what I'm thinking. I think like in the sprite design as well. And like the soundtrack is amazing, which the soundtrack is amazing on Shovel Knight also. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's amazing on both. But uh, let's let's take a quick break and then we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, the Pokemon Go Chicago squad. Did I get it right that time? And, got it right uh, that time. And Pokemon Let's Go. Perfect. So, uh, so do you want to talk about uh, Let's Go first, or do you want to talk about the uh, Chicago Squad? 
first. Either way, I'm totally fine with whatever. Oh, like, okay. You're right, talking about the Chicago squad, and then because that's going to be like where Pokemon Go all started, and then compare it to like Let's Go, maybe. That would make sure. Sense. Yeah, totally. Sure. So, um, how long did it take? I mean, when did you guys start the squad? Like, it was uh, was it right when the game came out, or was it um, were you planning on doing it before? Like, how did what was the origin of the group? So. My friend Danny actually ended up starting the group, and I was added as an administrator much later. But the group took off like the day around the day that the game had started. So that was back in July twenty sixth. I'm sorry, July sixth, twenty sixteen. So that's when the group really took off. And then I had my own Pokemon Go group that I made called Pokey Unite. But that was like what I was doing for the longest time. We got a lot of members, but it was mostly like friends of mine. Um, and then. Let's skip a like a bunch. Like actually, it wasn't until up until August where I actually became an official administrator of the Ghost of Ghost Squad after being part of it since 2016. And then I just started taking the reins and started hosting events and everything for it, and like really taking it off. And now there's more members than there are people that live in the town I live in. It sounds like. Well, Did you say like thirty-one thousand or something? Um, twenty-one thousand. I think that's still I probably still there. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I, insane. So I take it there's probably like a couple I mean you have a few different people that handle how many people handle the group, like all together? Like I think there's let's see, there's four administrators including myself, and then there's three moderators. Okay. I think I don't see some of the administrators doing stuff sometimes. Like we still like accept and deny requests to join our group, of course, because it's a group page and we want everything to be like like really mm-hmm. friendly and stuff like that. But I think a bunch of moderators do stuff and I'm the only one really running events and stuff right now for the entire group. Okay. So, and uh, how like how much people do you normally show up to the events that you do, like the community things? Okay. So like the very first one I hosted, 80 people showed up. That's that's I wasn't, great. I was like wasn't expecting it cuz the numbers just kept growing and all of a sudden I was dealing with 80 people. And oh. I had to lead all of them. <laughs> and yeah. then ever since that event, they just kept skyrocketing. Like the biggest one I ever had was still 200 people showing up to play. That's awesome. So it was insane. It and is- then like, then like you have to keep in mind that you have to split everyone up and everything. And you have to mm. tell people what to do and stuff. So I was like, I had to use like my really big talking voice, split up people in the instinct, Valor and Mystic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's like. And just go ham all around Chicago trying to find stops and stuff. Mm. And they're all asking you at the same time what to do and everything like that. I'm just like, oh, okay, we can just totally go this route. You guys go that way. Wow. Like all that crazy stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's sort of like a tour then that, that you guys do? Like for the meetups, you're like, oh, we're yeah. going to go to, you're like, oh, we're going to go to this Pokestop or we're going to go over here like for this lure or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. You could say it definitely is like a tour because we're going around Chicago, exploring mm-hmm. the city and everything like that, and seeing yeah. things. Um, basically, the way that we've been doing it is that people op- open all their games like they have it on the map, kind of thing. And there's like the special section in the app itself where you can check them to see like which raids are nearby. Oh, okay. So you click on that, and then like the map will like zoom in to that specific gym where the raid is happening, and then we decide to make a path to based on like where all the legendaries are hiding. Oh wow! So 
sometimes we go like one way and we backtrack all the way like 30 minutes or so to get to the next one then we go zoom across like to the navy pier and then we go backwards towards like lincoln park zoo for instance Oh, wow. So to the outsiders just on the street watching, this is like 50 people all oh. walking down the street on their phones it's at once hilarious. and getting excited. Yeah. yeah, like people take photos of us wow. and they stop us and ask us what we're doing. Like the one funniest story I think I remember is some dude just stopped in the middle of like our group with his friends. And he's like, he walked up one to one of our members and he's like, hey, are you guys playing Pokemon Go? And then like our member was like, yeah. And this dude's like, okay, like he turns to his friend, he's like, hey, now you can give me 20 bucks. So he was like having a bet to see if we're actually playing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So like when you, when you say you go around town, do you guys like get on a bus together or like, or do you just walk to one place to another? Like how, I mean, if you wanted to go to like Navy Pier, like that's hard to get to from wherever you're at or, or is it, yeah. I don't know. Do, like, do you guys take public transportation or do you just, do you just walk wherever awesome. you're going? We take public transportation all to meet up with each other. Yeah. Because everyone's coming from even the suburbs to come meet up with well, us. Well, sure, yeah. Um, we usually start it up at, like, the Buckingham Fountain because it's such okay. a good place for a giant group of people to meet up with. Yeah, yeah, sure. The Lincoln Park Zoo because it's really big with spawn rates of Pokemon showing up. And then Clark Street is, like, a gym central. Okay. Pokestop central. So that's the places where we usually end up meeting. You- um, but, yeah. Does anybody ever, like, fight over, uh, like, because you said there's the different teams, right? Like, uh, Valor or whatever. Do they ever fight over, like, um, I don't know, who's, who's like, the leader of a certain spot? Or do you guys do that? Like, where, um, you know, you know where, um, do, do they still do that? Where, like, you'd be, like, a you, 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 like, put your Pokemon on a certain stop and, like, other people would have to fight you. And if they oh, dethrone okay, you, you get saying. taken down. So, like, you know what I mean? That, we... First of all, we totally still joke around with the whole meme thing I was going on about how Mystic and Valor hate each other uh-huh. and how we all hate Instinct, et cetera, like that. We mm-hmm. still joke around in that sense. Um, but, like, as for gyms and everything like that, mm-hmm. I guess I'll talk about the raid battle aspect, like, when we're talking catching legendaries. So, when you're catching legendary Pokemon or, like, any sort of raid that's going on for Pokemon Go, you have a higher bonus count and catch rate kind of thing if you mm-hmm. play with more people on your same team as you. So we all go into private groups, and then we split up by our teams, and we just go in with a special code just to t- take down a legendary and get a whole bunch of, like, items for mm-hmm. it. Like, there's golden raspberries, which help you have them, like, more... Like, a more, um... What's it? The, a the, better chance of yeah. catching, like, a Moltres, for instance. Oh, okay. Um... It's all that. You get more rare candies to put to your Pokemon to make it evolve. Um, Like, all that stuff is better. Compared to, like, a public raid where you're just battling with every single team. Sure. So, and then we don't really take down gyms together. It's more like people people do separately outside of the squad. Okay. But sometimes we do for board. Okay. Well, I wasn't (laughs) sure, like, I wasn't sure if, like, on your, when you guys are, like, taking your tour... Or, like, walking around town if there's, like, a, I don't know, if somebody has a, if there's a gym leader that's there, if other people challenge it, or or if you just don't bother with that, and you guys go more for collecting or catching them, or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're mostly, most of us just look for special IVs that are mm. going on, like, all the good stats. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm personally a dex collector, so I don't really care about the IVs, 
I just like having a complete decks. So like right now I just have Kento complete. I'm almost finished Johto. I'm almost finished Hoenn. And I just like really getting up in the Sinnoh decks right now. Wow. So are you I, – I, I heard that there's some that are only – there's some that are only available in certain countries, right? Or do they still do that? Like where some Pokemon you can – like how do you get the ones that aren't here? You trade them with people that come into the to the yeah. community days and all that? You trade them now. Yeah. So – and the weird thing about the trading system is you can only trade once. So like if you wanted to trade the Pokemon back to the person, mm-hmm. um, you can't. So you always you have to keep all the Pokemon that have been traded to you. Um, but then another thing they they did do an event where if you got 7k eggs from the Alolan region, it was like, that's what they originally were for. Um, they released this event so you can get Kangaskhan, Farfetch'd, um, Mr. Mime, and Tauros, because Mm. those were the only region locked Pokemon at the time. So they did this whole egg hatching event. To help people finish their Kento decks and stuff like that. Okay. But right before the event started, my I'm half Australian, so my cousin was in town and he traded me a Kangaskhan before the event even happened. So like, oh wow! And then somebody trained me a traded me a Farfetch'd, and I was like, oh cool, I already have all the regionals. And then they announced the event. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I didn't need to waste my Stardust, but. Uh, but at least uh, you did it the you know that way that way. I mean, it's cool that you got your Pokemon from Australia. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Get to get that Genghis Khan from a from across the <laughs> across the way, or I whatever. Know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh god. Nice. Um. So, so you said you do the community events. Um. Is that yeah. like? Is that basically what what all the events are, or are there variations of that? There's definitely variations. Mm-hmm. So I just basically all my events are based off of whatever Niantic announces. Oh, okay. So if they announce, hey, we're going to have a Moltres Day, I make an event. Sure. Hey, if Mewtwo is announced, I'll make an event. That's okay. basically how I've been basing it off of. Mm-hmm. Or Community Day is like, hey, let's all meet up together to Linkin Park Zoo to go do something. Mm-hmm. But then, like, for this, there's a there's a Pokemon out right now called Cresselia, and I'm not going to be here for Community Day this weekend, like I was mentioning. Yeah. So I want to set up a raid day where we all meet up probably like Grant Park or something like that, and just go crazy around Chicago catching Cresselias. Mm. Yeah. And I think, like, we always... We, like, we walk around for, like, three hours, and we end up getting probably, like, 20 to 30 mm. raids in. Yeah. So do you guys, like... How does a typical meetup go? You guys meet up in one spot, kind of, like, have a rally and cry, yeah, let's let's go, you know, let's go. Um, <laughs> no, just go. And you, like, <laughs> just go. Yeah, just go. Just go. Uh, you get together like afterwards for drinks or like have a celebratory kind of. Oh, that's a good question. So I guess I'll start with like how the meetups start. So mm-hmm. usually, like, I generally start them at one up like one p.m. right when the event starts. But then you always still have the drifters that end up coming around one thirty. So we always wind up like waiting for thirty minutes outside, just like waiting mm-hmm. for people to show up. And I'm always getting like a bunch of texts and everything from everyone. And I always have to send out my location to make sure people know where I am. Um, so that's like what, how it starts off. Cause it's like a little bit like awkward and like, okay, we have to wait for the people. And then like towards the end of the, after the event, I have like, sometimes we get to hang out. People have been hanging out, but I haven't really been able to cause of other commitments that I've been doing. So like probably the longest I hung out with people was at a charity event that was associated with Pokemon Go Chicago squad that I hosted. 
Um, it was for Children's Memorial Hospital. So I helped like with that. Um, I'm hoping to start more doing more stuff with like friends from Pokemon Go because I love them and I actually made a lot of friends within the community mm-hmm. because the community is amazing. So I was wondering, do you find yourself like just having like casual messages with some of these people, like they're new friends to you and you don't just talk about Pokemon now? Yeah. Like one of my really good friends right now, like we just found out we're so similar and like we're both rockers and stuff like that. So like all these people that I've been talking to, we don't just talk about Pokemon anymore, which is really interesting. So, and then one other weird thing is that people know me by name on the street now. So oh, it's really, really interesting really? walking around Chicago. That would be interesting. You're yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. And then like, I, even at GameStop, they're like, Hey, are you Natasha? I'm like, yeah. He's like, Oh, Hey, I'm on ghost squad. I'm like, cool. Hi, nice to meet you. And then we just like make a whole friendship based off of that. Oh, cool. That's cool. It must be very rewarding. It feels really rewarding. It feels, I just like love how, I just love how like tight knit our community is. It's just so cool. Like being with other people or just like, giant Pokemon Go nerds is like myself. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah, was uh, were a lot of the people there? Did they play the other? Uh, what was the other game that they did? Ingress. Did did, uh, Ingress, did the people yeah. play that before that? Huh? that like Not in your group, people actually played that. Like there was only one friend of mine who I actually really knew got into that, and he played Pokemon Go a lot when it started, mm. and then briefly again, I think when it came back with better, like, newer features. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really got to really see what Ingress was like, but other than that, no one really played it. Okay. It like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I had I knew a couple people that did, that, that played it, but I don't, I haven't really talked to them after Pokemon Go came out. Is that game still out. running, or did they shut that down? I think I it's, think it's I still think I, I never played it, but I watched people play it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would think it's still going. I don't know. I feel like nothing really disappears in the in the in the mobile world i don't know do you do you see I was just like, wondering if they're like oh let's shift all resources to this massive success well they did use like metadata from ingress yeah in pokemon mm-hmm. uh, that's why they hired neantic to do it just because they like how ingress was working and I'm sure there's still I'm sure there's still fans of it like people that still play ingress i don't know do you see like a lot of uh changes in the popularity of go i guess like like it was really big at the beginning and then it kind of died down and then came back or was it has it just uh, been steady the whole time for you it for actually you, never really died so i think we were talking i was talking to you about that last night at the pokemon switch meetup mm-hmm. but um so people thought pokemon go was completely dead because they stopped hearing about it but like sure. since like when you're part of a community, you just hear it constantly. You hear it every single day. It just becomes mm. part of your life. Oh, sure. So, like, all the people who are, like, for nostalgia purposes are still really playing it. Mm. Um, all these people who just started playing Pokemon for the first time are still playing it. It's still pretty big. It's prob- It might not be as big as it used to be because, like, it was a fad really briefly because everyone's like, yeah. oh, my God, I have to have it. Sure. But then everyone who actually really enjoys the game is still super into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first month, like, that was just nuts. I was back in Michigan, and I was staying with my parents for for a minute. And uh, Were they playing it? My parents, my, no, but they were talking about it. My parents <laughs> were talking about it. It's like, okay, that's, now I know this has reached, like, a new level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then, uh, yeah, like you said, I just, again, outside of perspective, I don't personally play the game. Yeah. But, um 
you know, I felt like it kind of went away for a bit. I mean, not went away, but it kind of died down. I did all the while still see people playing it on the bus and, mm. you know, talking about it here and there. But then I remember maybe like two months ago, I was at a movie and I saw a trailer for the game before the movie. And I was like, oh, and I, you know, I used MoviePass. So I was seeing movies like every other day. Mm. And there was always the trailer for Pokemon Go before like every movie all of a sudden. So there, yeah. I think there was definitely like another push whenever they did like an update and like they got it back out there again. I, I do feel like there's a renewed energy behind it. Do they play that commercial immediately before the one that tells you to turn off your phone? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. That would make sense. Pokemon Go, turn off your phone. Don't download it now. Download play it later. It later. Yeah. That, like, that reminds me, like, in movie theaters, I have the Pokemon Go Plus, so I don't have to look at my phone when I, when I play it. So mm. I guess, like, everyone that knows me, like, you're cheating. That's what they <sighs> tell me I'm doing. Oh. So, like... You just hear me, like, you just hear my wrist vibrating mm-hmm. silently in the background just because I'm playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the Pokeball. Do you have that? I do, actually. Yeah. I have to yeah. still use it. Um, just because, like, I don't, I want to look into more how the charging capabilities mm-hmm. are behind it. Mm-hmm. That's because apparently the battery dies really fast. So I don't want my Pokemon to be stuck in the ball. Yeah, when I'm walking yeah. around because I walk for like three and a half hours usually at a time. Sure. Yeah. 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 The um, I, yeah, it's like what what we were saying at the at the event. It's like yeah, basically the same thing with like regular Pokemon where people were like, you know, they remember when Pokemon One came out and it was popular then, and like same thing like family members of mine like when Pokemon Go was popular they're like, oh yeah, like Pokemon's back, and I'm like, you know, for people who actually play the game and play the series, I'm like. Like well, Pokemon never went away. Like it's been, yeah. you know, they've been they've made like I don't know, like thirty, like twenty they, movies. They made they made a ton of games. Like the games never stopped. Like they were still making them every year. It's just now you heard about it again because like Pokemon Go came back. So I I, I imagine it's the same for the people who play Pokemon Go and the people that are involved with the group. You know, they don't really. They, I mean, they're going to keep doing it because because they like it and all that. You know, it's not really yeah. just because yeah. just because we haven't heard about it us on the outside. Because as I said last night, I don't really yeah I don't really play Go. Um, I think Jeremy played it for a minute, but I think you played. Yeah, it. I played it for a while when yeah. it first came out, and then just different people that I'm friends with that aren't necessarily gamers, so to speak, or that at least aren't as like Nintendo centric as me. Like my brother. And then, like, my cousin and, like, some other friends of mine, like, they've brought me back into the fold a few different times. And especially most recently with, I think, like, it was three or four months ago, I was sitting at a bar. It was the afternoon. Don't get to do day drinking too often. And that's all anybody was like, hey, pull out, like, let's play Pokemon Go. And, like, I still had it downloaded. And they're like, send me a gift. Send me a friend request. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I thought yeah. we were just oh, catching yeah. Pokemon. Like, that was all new to me, and I didn't even know that had been added. And they're like, oh, no, you got to be a friend. And we can send each other presents and all this stuff. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and then, I mean, then I played it for a couple hours that day and had a good time with it. Mm. And then I tried to maintain the next few days because I would keep getting gifts from them. Like, you got to send me a gift, too. And I, d- I managed to keep that going for three or four days, and then I sort of fell off again. Mm. Can't you send, like... um can't you send like uh, stuff from the city too? Right, like I could, like I could send Jeremy like a. Can't can't you send like a landmark t- and stuff like that? Yeah, it'll tell you like where that? it'll tell you yeah. the landmark of where you got the thing. Yeah, that you send. yeah, it's kind of like a postcard. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So where you can like, you can be like, oh, here's the Starbucks from Chicago. I can send it to you in LA or something like that, right? Exactly. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So you'll get like the little brief like info tag pop up, but then all the items inside of this, like the gifts are pretty much the same. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Bunch of raspberries. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's cool. I could see the appeal if I played mobile games. Like, I, I know, like, my brother had, like, he had multiple battery backup, like, battery packs that he would switch between. And he was super serious about it. And uh, I don't know. I would have to take my battery game up a level to keep playing it because that's why I stopped playing because mm. it was just yeah. destroying my battery on my phone. Yeah, that was a lot of it for me, too, was the battery was really... And then I didn't want to be stranded. Like you were saying, you didn't want your Pokemon stuck in the ball. Like, I didn't want to be stuck somewhere without a phone. <laughs> yeah. To, exactly. To use it for its intended purposes. Yeah. For so calling or texting or whatever. Like, I have a battery charge case on my phone, and then I have a backup, like, 150% charged battery pack that okay. I take with me every single day. And I want to get another battery pack just in case. Probably not a bad idea. Yep. Right. Do you have? Do I've you got have one a... for my wallet. I want one that would fit in my wallet, just like an emergency one, and it's like a credit card size, and it's just enough. It'll charge up to like thirty percent, mm. but it's like this big, size of credit card, slides right in, fits nice and compact, and it's got a little, um, like a dongle on it, so you can plug your phone right into it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I use that, and I use a big brick as well. Battery concerns. Yeah. Right. It just like smartphones run out so fast nowadays with everything yeah. we do on them. Do you, uh, have, do you have anybody in the squad who uses multiple phones, or do you use multiple phones? I like for, don't for use Pokemon multiple Go? phones, but there's yeah. PFL, there's a lot of people who use multiple phones. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, well, I mean, I've seen like the extremes, like the people who have like six of them going at once or whatever. There's but a I've there's a it, yeah. guy in Japan that has yeah. a bicycle and he had like all the different like try ones basically on it there's like 20 different mm-hmm. phones and he was yeah. like be swiping through them yeah <laughs> i finally saw somebody uh walking around downtown with like like a cardboard sheet and like eight phones attached yep that sounds yeah. about right yeah i mean that's um, creative yeah. mm-hmm. like the most I've personally seen like in person with people are three phones at a time but they're usually spoofers Mm. So, like, they get to, they play Pokemon Go, but they hacked into it in the sense that they could play anywhere around the world. Oh, okay. Do, like, touch screen and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, there's people have, like, their main account that they don't spoof on, and then the other accounts that they do spoof on. Oh, okay. And they just send stuff over from those accounts. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, spoofing is just, like, using other regions, um internet or whatever to make them think that you're elsewhere yeah interesting is that is that frowned upon in the group then the people who spoof it, it used <laughs> like i personally don't care because mm. i like i think anyone can belong i don't want to like exclude people because like i don't care if you if you like pokemon then awesome be part of the group but the spoofers are definitely looked down upon mm-hmm. for sure yeah just because they don't like how they're cheating in a sense and they're not actually doing the work to get it because in order to play the game you have to walk you, like, oh, yeah. you have to travel yeah. in order to level up i think that's what so, kept me from playing the game was the walking part of it because uh i don't i don't walk around that much <laughs> it was like like, <laughs> I, like I also yeah <laughs> i like to play games sitting down booties yeah. so 
there's no pokey stops out here where I live. I mean, if I go into town, which it's not that far away, it's like 10 minute drive to get into the town. I, I could walk around the town and find gyms and stuff, but man, it's like barren out here. Like I can't just walk around the neighborhood, you know, there's it, nothing. It, it it really makes sense for people who commute though. Like for Chicago, like I feel like that's it does, why it really took but then, off. Like because, the only yeah. downfall about commuting. Cause like, for instance, I take Uber to, to work over the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, or if I'm on the train, like they put that really weird code in. If they, if it knows that you're going faster than you yeah. should be walking speed, it just mm-hmm. shuts down. Yeah. You catching stuff. Yeah. So I miss the days of just getting on the train after like doing other work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And just like maxing out an XP. Yeah. That yeah. was so nice. I remember trying to do it. I mean, I used it a little bit, like not when I was driving, but like, and stop signs, like I, or at stoplights, I remember doing that, and then the, I think it figured out that I was using my car, and they're like, "It's like, oh, you can't do that." But yeah, I'd be interested to know how they decide where to put X number of Pokemon. Like, is that all automated? Do they have like, they must have data on how many people live in each region, and like that, that whole thing would be interesting to me to peek behind the curtain and see mm-hmm. how they do that. Yeah, because, like, even spawn rates change according to weather conditions. Hmm. So, like, if it's really sunny, you're more likely to see fire Pokemon and stuff like that. Okay. If it's colder, you'll see, like, water types and everything. If it's raining, more water types. Hmm. Don't they put them by big bodies of water, too? They the, do. The water types? Because like, I think... Uh... I don't know. When I was playing it, I think I found some. Because I was in... Because it came out when I was in Missouri... And, uh, you know, like in Lake of the Ozark, and there's, like, water everywhere. I remember finding, like, a lot of water types, like, by the lake. And I thought maybe that was – I don't know if that was part of it or not, but, like, right when no, it started. yeah, like – It's just, like, so much data to manage. I can't imagine how they do that all. Mm. I know. Like, I went to – the very first day I ever played it, like, the day I came out, I walked to the park, and, like, there was spawns of Bulbasaur. So, like, they're really a- accurate about, like, the geography essence of, like, wherever you're living. Sure. Just like, know where to drop things. It's mm. interesting. I wonder, is there, like, an ultra-rare Pokemon in Antarctica or in the middle of the Sahara? You know, I was thinking about that. I want, I actually want to know what spawns there or if there's even a Pokestop or something there because I have no idea. Because um, there is only one Pokestop in Area 51, which is mm. kind of funny. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And it says uh, you're. Not, it says you're not here when it, when you when you look at it. You you are not in Area 51, <laughs> right? No, yes. I, I went to you try to catch a Pokemon. It just arrests you. It, I know, right? It says you are not in Area 51. There's no aliens here. Leave. There's got to be one <laughs> on the top of like Mount Everest, or like maybe at the Pepsi machine at the top there. There has to be. Well, I know. Uh, I went to the Indy 500 racetrack, and there is like a there's a Pokestop in the middle of the racetrack. Like, so I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, so like only the people who work there are able. It was to hard be to the use leaders our of it when or we whatever, because of like the, the volume of people. Oh, like I remember trying to use my phone and like I couldn't get signal at all. Oh yeah, like... the when when I when I saw the Pokestop there, I was on a tour. Like there were, it wasn't actually oh, okay. it wasn't actual race day, so like nobody was there, so I could actually look at what was on there because my niece was playing it at the time. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll try it. You know. We'll, we'll play Did it you pick for a, minute. Like a fast Pokemon or something tailored to the race. I don't remember. I don't remember what it, I just remember that there was a Pokestop there, like in the middle of the track. So I thought it was interesting. 
What is a uh, scorpion pit or whatever that was called? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> where the where the music <laughs> you pull was. Up, yeah, pull up your phone. It's just drivers running over Pokemon yeah. constantly. No. Oh, no. There's 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 some fast one and fast ones in there I'm sure. Uh, what like what is what is the um, I guess what what do you expect the uh, the group to go to like what do you have like a goal that you guys like do you guys want to hit a certain amount of people or like do you want to have bigger raids or like what is what is the future for um, the Chicago squad Let, Let's go. I want to keep hosting events and getting to more getting to know more and more people who are mm-hmm. part of the community yeah. just because of meeting all of them and talking to them about Pokemon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to keep hosting events. I want to like get events to be bigger and like actually collaborate with more people and individuals. Mm-hmm. So like sure. I want to do more bar calls. I want to get something started with like night gaming lounge. Maybe Yeah. have like, Maybe get like Neantic involved one day just to like boost mm. up the events. And I also would love to help with like GoFest, which is a giant festival that always happens here in Chicago yeah. from Neantic itself. Were you were you guys I, there for that? What's did, up? Did you guys go to that? The the GoFest? I, I went, but I didn't have a ticket. So mm. if you had a ticket, you get access to special QR codes. So you get like a People who went to the event got Selby. They got mm. stuff like Torkoal. Like that was that's a region locked Pokemon that oh, wow. no one can get in the United States. Mm. So they got all this stuff, and I was just catching like shiny puzzles and minions the whole time. Oh no! <laughs> oh well, that gets <laughs> yeah, that's like always yeah. available to me. So, but it was such an awesome experience because there's so many people came to that. People fly from all over the world just to show up. Like oh, even yeah. in the. Um, like even in the events I've hosted, I've had people come from Russia, wow. Poland, all that crazy stuff, just mm. because they found out that I was hosting an event for Go Squad. Wow. Yeah. With the Go Fest, you know, I vaguely remember there was some negative news around that. What happened with that? It was like, it was oh, like a year ago or so. One, the very first Go Fest, um, they didn't anticipate the servers for oh, cell yeah. phone providers. Mm-hmm. And they didn't realize when you have a bunch of people who show up with all different cell phone plans that everything's going to cut out because mm. too many people are on the network at the same time in that specific area. Yeah. So the mm. problem that happened is as soon as people showed up and then, of course, you're going to have the individuals who show up who don't have tickets who are client, like, crowding around the fence of the whole event and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, just like the overpopulation just caused everything to crash. Mm, wow. So then everyone's game stopped working. No one could sign in. It didn't work for hours. So the so what ended up happening was anyone who had a ticket, who had bought a ticket for the event, got a free Lugia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all got a free Lugia. Mm. And then like I think items as well. Mm. Yeah. So, got to give you something then, for all that. Yeah. The following year, did they like, you know, did they work with the cell phone companies to be like hey we're gonna do this thing and help us out yeah yeah like this year was the best one because no none of the servers crashed like there was heaps and heaps of people um but then everything went accordingly so i think what also helped was the fact that they gave out special qr codes just for the event this time as well just to help make sure that people who didn't have a ticket would sneak into the event somehow make everything like super crowded so and then everyone like no one had complaints this year everyone got a celebi 
Everyone got like the special Pokemon. People got a bunch of shinies. Mm. Everyone's pretty happy for this past one. So I think the third one's gonna be even better now that they know what to do. Yeah, and that yeah. that's on the uh, isn't that's on the beach, right? Of Chicago, like isn't it right? Uh, uh, so right like you know lake? where? So Lincoln Park Zoo is that little area. Yeah, like, well that's by the beach too. Oh yeah, it is right there by the beach. I'm mm. like, that's North Ave. Yeah, it's North Avenue. Mm. Like right around there near the Chicago History Museum. Yeah, it's okay. on the beach. But, yeah. Okay, because I was a uh, I was actually working on a movie like when that happened and we were shooting at the uh at the hancock building and i saw i could see the pokemon thing from where we were at you know down down there and i was like oh yeah and i just heard about it after the fact like i couldn't go because i was working but but uh we did we could see it i could see it from the building from the hancock because we were on like the 60 something floor and i could see a big gathering down there by the beach so i was like uh but then and then i heard later that it was pokemon go thing because i because i hadn't been following it but yeah that's cool. Yeah, um, is it's it, like so much fun. Is is there anything else you want to say about the squad, or do you want to talk about uh, Pokemon Let's Go for a minute here? Let me see. I don't think there's any. There's not too much more to say about Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. Mm. I'm just super happy to be doing that and being a part of it, and seeing how far it's taken me so far. Yeah, no, it sounds cool. Like, yeah. uh, it, maybe if I knew about this, like when the game came out, like I probably would have played it more. Like if I had things to go to with it, you know, instead yeah. of just collecting stuff on your own. Like I never really thought about, you know, having it be like such a multiplayer game in that aspect. You know, I think it, I think it makes the game more appealing, you know, having a having a group like that for people to I go. I completely agree. Yeah. Like um, that actually just reminded me of why, about why I started hosting events. So like my friend who was used to do the events for Ghost Squad who just fell off of it because no one would show up sometimes was like. Like, I didn't have, before Bit was an administrator of the whole squad. I didn't, like, my friends didn't really want to raid with me. They didn't want to go out and play with me. So I was always playing by myself. Mm. Like, only one of my friends, whenever he was in town from college, just go out and play with me. So what I wanted was, like, people to raid with me so I could get the rare stuff that I could never get by myself. So when I posted the first event, that's when I really ended up being able to, like, meet with other people would actually be willing to do that with me. Mm. And that's how I just like formed this whole network of people who are now, who I can now call my friends. And it's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that it's working out for you. And, uh, you know, um, and, uh, let me know at the end of the show, like give, give me all the info about how to find it and I'll put it in the description and all that. In yeah. Case, of course. In case people, you know, listeners who have not done the Chicago squad or who are local, you know, want to check it out they'll be able to But uh, what's uh, we haven't so we haven't been able to do any impressions on Pokemon Let's Go, which just came out last week. But uh, let's talk about that. Um, what? Yeah. How do you feel about that game? What are your What are your thoughts? I 
love it. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I like when I first started playing the game for when I found out that I could play with Evie, I played with Evie for 30 minutes and I was like, wait, I should actually play the game now. Oh, um, and it, it's actually it made me cry twice already. <laughs> um, so like, there's like one ridiculous story I'll tell a second, but like the Marowak, mm. <laughs> excuse me, the whole Marowak story, mm. like I wasn't expecting it to pop up in game again. Like I was, I remember the story. I've seen it in all the other games and stuff like that. But as soon as Cubone, I saw Cubone and how sad it was, I just started bawling. That's because it was like, no, not again. Yeah. Um. So it's like so much nostalgic like factors. The graphics mm. are amazing. I finally got a shiny green Zubat. Mm. Like the, so like that's like a whole thing. So like, in Pokemon Sapphire. That was the very first shiny Pokemon I ever ran into, mm. ever in my entire life. And all I had was a Master Ball. And I was in the Cave Origin to catch Kyogre. Mm. So it was either... And my, my um, Game Boy Advance was also on red. So it was either catch the Zubat or catch the Kyogre before my like, SP oh, no. died. Yeah. So I caught Kyogre. Well, you and made, then yeah. after years of shame, I finally caught the Zubat in my own game mm-hmm. for like go so i just cried after that as well (laughs) i was gonna say i think you you made this crying my eyes out it was like three in the morning and i'm just (laughs) crying my eyes out um but i love the game so much it just Mm. it's just so amazing i actually do like the catching mechanics i find it a little bit hard i still like the fact that the battle style is the same and it's just like everything is just beautiful Mm. like when i was in um Erica's gym, like the whole inside of the, like how beautiful and intricate it is for the gardens, it just like blew me away. Mm. But I'm obsessed with the game. Sure, I'm so obsessed. You know, I think the game looks great. Like my, uh, I don't know. Have you been playing it mostly docked or handheld? Oh, I've actually been playing both. I've been switching back and forth. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, yeah. it, yeah, I really had trouble with it docked. Like the motion controls, like weren't working for me at all. So that's like my biggest <laughs> gripe about the game. I really wish. I don't understand why you can't use the pro controller when it's docked because why can't you just, I, cause I've just been playing it handheld because I don't like, I don't like the way it works in docked. I don't like using one joy con. I don't like using motion controls cause I don't feel like it works that well. Maybe, sure. it work, maybe it works better with the ball, but in my experience it hasn't worked well for me. So I've been playing it in handheld and I like it a lot in handheld and I hope that they patch it at some point, but I don't understand why you can't just, well, you can't just play it with a regular controller when it's docked. You know, it seems kind of limited that they didn't that it didn't allow you to do that. That's my biggest gripe with the game. It just kind of was just something to push you to to buy the Pokeball. Maybe, but yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't know. I don't feel like I don't feel like motion control should be like that. You should have to do it. Like, I mean, there should always be the option not to, and you should be able to use your fucking pro controller on any game. You know. That's like what I was talking about earlier, like after playing Pokemon Let's Go, like when I got Starlink and I was afraid I was going to have to play with this giant ship on my controller the whole time. Thankfully, that one gives you the option, but but Let's Go doesn't. But coming from Let's Go, I was like, I don't know, I, I just, the last thing I needed was another game that's going to force me to play a game a certain way that I don't want to play. So when, you, you, know? so when you play it handheld, it controls like you would want it to with the pro controller, right? Yeah, yeah. No, when you, yeah, when you do it handheld... 
So obviously it, the control scheme's already built into where it yeah. could work. With yeah, that's why that's why it's, that's that's what irks me, you know, because it's like, yeah, when you're playing it handheld, it feels like you know, it feels like it would on a 3ds. You know, you can play it like you would normally any other Pokemon game. Like when you're catching the Pokemon, you can you can gyroscopically aim at it, which I actually like doing that better than doing this, you know, to try to catch it. <laughs> I have a funny story yeah. about that too, actually. Yeah. Um, so I don't wear the straps for my Joy-Cons, which is probably bad. I don't, I don't so either. I, and I realized <laughs> it was like catching, like if you're playing it on TV, mm. catching like this. Yeah. I've already thrown my controllers twice. Oh, geez. You threw it? <laughs> I oh. threw it when I was catching it. Oh, wow. I'm too excited there. You got into I it know, too much. It's, uh, it's Any damage? Do they no work? damage, luckily. I mm. thought I almost broke my Switch controllers, but luckily, no. But um, one thing about the handhold controls that I've noticed is really strange. I'm not sure if it's happened to you guys at all, but like the running mechanics start and stop constantly when I'm on handheld. Oh, what, what do you and mean? Oh, why? Like which, like which running mechanics? You mean like, like the way the um, character moves, like, or what? It runs automatically when you hold down like the like the left trigger yeah. usually mm. um but like i hold down the left trigger and it just like it just runs and then it starts walking and oh. then just glitches and then runs mm. and then walks oh, that's weird yeah mine did yeah. mine didn't do that okay actually there was there was a situation your where controller is just freaking out because you keep throwing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that might be it maybe it's broken from throwing it at tv Darn it. <laughs> yeah, no, I there there was an instant where uh where my character just started running on its own and I wasn't pressing the wasn't pressing the stick. Like that was weird. But what what's incredibly annoying to add to the whole to my whole gripes with the docking. So like if you're playing the game handheld and you're like say like you pause it whenever, you know, you hit the menu uh. button and you put your and you put your switch like in the thing and you try to like turn it on to like play a different game or something. You can't, you know, it'll come on and you can't control it because you have your because your Joy Cons are still in the Switch, and you got to get up and, you know, I had I had issues with that where I was trying to like I was just trying to watch like Hulu on the TV and I forgot that I forgot that I can't I keep forgetting that I can't control it with other controllers so, you know, it'll it'll like start playing on its own because I can't you know because I have to go get the Joy Con out and then you know and I have to get the right one that has a that has a menu on it so I can leave so I can home go to the home menu and then get out of there and makes it more difficult for me I guess so whenever you're playing in handheld you just have to make sure and exit exit it before you put it back in the in the dock you know cuz yeah cuz I've had a hard time like there's been a couple times where I would just I couldn't move like I just can't move cuz I was trying to use the pro controller and my character would just get attacked by some well it would run into some random pokemon like in a cave and then I'd have to, you know, I'd have to go like catch the Pokemon and then save and then leave and yeah. It's just I, it's something that I in the I see I foresee in the future that they're going to patch this. Like there's going to be a patch where you can where you can actually use the Pro Controller. I feel like enough people are complaining about it right now. Like according to the NVC group that we're on, a lot of people have said that they don't like that you can't play it traditionally on the TV, which I don't like either. So I think oh, because. Yeah. Like Nintendo is secretly trying to make everyone more active and get up and go, yeah. which is why they added the plus to it as well. Yeah, but it's it's, it's it, yeah, I guess. But it's unfair. It's Very also early. it's also unfair for people who like uh, for um, handicapped people who can't like stay still or anything like that. They can't really play, you know. So yeah, 
There's also that. I mean, there there should always be the option to not have to do motion control. Is is what I think. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of over it. I like I like playing it traditionally. But aside from that, the game's fun. I mean, I like that you can find some of the Pokemon easier. Like I like I was able to find the starter like in the wild, and not even the ones that you get from the people for collecting any of oh. them. Like I like I caught a I caught a uh, what was it um I caught a Charmander like in the wild. So that was cool. It was just walking around. I guess uh, I guess I got um because I was catching a whole bunch of uh, Pidgeys in a row, and I got up to like twenty something, and then the and then the Charmander started showing up in the wild. So. That's kind of how how you go, how you do that, I guess. You do the um, you do the combos, which that's a Pokemon Go thing, right? That's a Pokemon Go thing. Yeah, it um, t- it took me a minute to figure out to figure out how to do that. It actually kind of took me a minute to to figure out how to play the game, just because I don't know because <laughs> I didn't know anything about I didn't understand any of the Pokemon Go aspects of it, you know. So I actually kind of had to I had to kind of look online to figure out how to play, you know, because I didn't know. Because I was like, oh, I'll catch one Pokemon, and then I just won't run into all, all the other Pokemon. But that's not how it works. Like, it wants you to it wants you to catch a bunch in a row, and it wants you to, like, trade them in for candy and stuff like that. So you can yeah. develop your monsters in a certain way and all that stuff. So a lot of has been made about how it's sort of an in-between from a traditional Pokemon game and mm. Pokemon Go. And Natasha is the only person here right now who has really been into both sides of the Pokemon equation. Where do you feel that stands on the spectrum? Is it like right in the middle? Is it more, more go or where is it? What, oh, the game let's go. It's, like yeah. if it's more yeah, like, traditional in or my go. It's right in the middle. Cause it has the whole nostalgia factor behind yeah. the original Pokemon yellow game. It has like all those components, but then it has like the new age Pokemon go style mechanics towards yeah. it. Like it even includes all the items I I wasn't expecting yeah. from Pokemon Go inside the, the game. fruits and all that. Like yeah. All the berries, all the candies, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So it's interesting how they integrated both old, like old familiar mechanics with a new idea and just like mm-hmm. meshed them all together. I think it works pretty well for what it is. Just like, because people were wanting this to just be like a standard remake of the games, yeah. and then, then they wanted Generation 8 to come out, yeah, for this, which is like 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, like, this is... I really love how they actually went about doing it. Have, it's have, just so different. It's really good, though. It's like a good kind of different. Have, have a lot of the people from the from the Ghost Squad, like, have they picked it up? Have picked up Let's Go? Or have there yeah. been people that are more interested in it now that, now that it's more like Go and less traditional? Like, do you feel like it's uh, probably like, selling more units because of that for being a combination of the of go or no i think yes because also the thing the crazy thing about like why i guess i'm also pushing more people to play pokemon go right now is the fact that any pokemon any kento pokemon from pokemon go can transfer into your pokemon yeah. game itself have you so done that? I have traded in a Moltres. I put it in a Mewtwo. Oh, okay. And then you had to go catch him in the Poke Park where the Safari Zone was. Oh. Now okay. it's all just Pokemon Go. So then you just like catch it the same way. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Moltres now, and I'm still like on the lower end of the game. <laughs> oh wow! But it's really cool that like you would actually get to see your phone connect to your TV mm. or like for your Switch. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just put the like, like Pokemon in there. It's insane. But you can't uh, like that. You can't you can't trade them back though, right? Like they once you put them in Let's Go, like that's where they are, right? You can't take them back to go. No, 
Um, I think they're, I'm trying to figure it out, but there, I, there is probably a way to get Pokemon from Let's Go into your Pokemon Go game itself. Mm. Okay. So, like, anyone who has a Pokemon Go and then Let's Go, you have a better chance of, like, finishing your Pokedex without having to trade with people. Mm. Okay. So. And uh, how long, I know, I know you can't do that up front, but about how far do you have to get in the game before you can put, get your Go Pokemon in there into Let's Go? Oh, Fuchsia City. Okay. Yeah, I th- that's I th- it. Yeah, I think I'm at um, I think I'm at Lavender Town. This is where I was with all the, like you're saying, with the um, Cubone and the Marowak and all that. I'm there with the, with the Pokemon, uh, <laughs> with with all with all. Cry. Yeah, with the Pokemon Cemetery <laughs> and all that. It was, a, I think, it was probably the first time they've actually said it in game, like where they straight up one of the guys just tells you about the Cubone wearing the mother's skull. Like, I think it only said that in the description of the old game, but I don't think it actually was dialogue anywhere. But, yeah, yeah that's where like I was. they edited so much dialogue. Mm-hmm. And they made it more present day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. I miss, uh, one thing I do miss from the uh, regular Pokemon games is I wish that the global trading system was in there. Like, um, yeah. I wish you could do, like, uh, kind of the Craigslist thing where you, like, put up your Pokemon and somebody can, you know, you can say, I want to trade it for this one, and you're like, You'll put it up, and then you go back and check on it, and it might be traded, and there might be a different one. I miss stuff like that, being able to actually search for them. Because in this one, if you don't, like, actually know the person, you can't trade. You can't just, like, randomly trade with people, which I do kind of miss. I know, like, Wonder right. Trade kind of has a bad name nowadays, but I had a lot of fun with that on the X and Y Pokemon when it first started. Like, my viewpoint on that whole stance is, like, since Nintendo Switch Online is now a thing... And luckily, it's so cheap. It's only twenty bucks a year, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, people still bitched about it, though. Even though it's so cheap, uh, you always have people <laughs> who bitch about everything. Yeah, That's yeah. what I've found out. Mm. It's like, but um, so I feel like they're gonna actually end up doing something like that. Like it'll be mm. a paid subscription, probably like five bucks a year, like, like it used the, to be. Yeah, like the Pokemon Bank for 3ds, like something like that. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna yeah, do something, something like in that, that way. Yeah. Were you uh like were you, were you happy were you fine with like going to with Let's Go being like a remake of the old games? Like I kind of I don't know, I kind I kind I like I like it, but I'm kind of I also miss seeing new Pokémon. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like the last few Pokémon games I've played, like I have a team that I use for everything. Like I always use like Alakazam and Snorlax and like, you know, the starters and like Pikachu. I use those for like every single game and I kind of wish I miss like black and white, like when that one came out and all the Pokemon were new. They were all brand new, and you oh, had yeah. and you had to like so wait till you beat the game before you actually got some of the old Pokemon. I kind of miss that for this one. I don't know if you feel that way about Let's Go, but I was just I kind of felt like I wanted to see some new Pokemon because I feel like I haven't seen one in a while. Aside from like Meltan, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, Meltan's definitely a thing because like I know this game was announced as like. A game to reintroduce like kids, yeah, back into the whole Pokemon scene, mm. like starting fresh from Kento, because that's what those were the original like 151. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it like what it was meant to be, I guess. Mm. So that's why they're like, hey guys, if you don't like it, don't worry. That's why Generation Eight's coming later on yeah, next yeah. year. Yeah. It, for it, everyone to get like a brand new story and like all the new Pokemon, like mm, Melton and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think there'll be a sequel to this? Like, I—that's another prediction that I think. I think there's going to be a Let's Go too. Like maybe, okay. it'll, maybe it'll be like Gold and Silver, whatever you know. 
but I have a feeling that we'll see another one of these. It'll be, I mean, it'll be like, it'll be like the new Super Mario Brothers. You know, this will be its own separate series alongside the regular new generations of Pokemon and all that is is what I foresee. Because I feel like it's selling pretty well, you know, and I think that's doing super well. I'd be really surprised if they don't make another Let's Go. It's like set in the, uh, in the gold and silver area. It was the fourth top-selling game for Black Friday at all GameStops. So that's, like, incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I feel like since, since the Switch isn't really compatible with 3DS and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna... What always ends up happening is, like, oh, crap, we had to make all the regions again for the system so then people can trade stuff to, like, their new games, you know, to yeah. make sure they complete their Pokedex. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're going to have Johto. They need Hoenn again, mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, if they just keep if they keep doing Let's Go games, then I guess that would be how you would get the old ones. It sucks that they should be able to find a way for you to do the Pokemon Bank. I guess even though I never really, I don't know. I would always just catch new Pokemon for each game, unless you know, except for like Black. Like when I had Black Two, I kind of got stuck, so I had to trade some of the guys from Black One in there for me because my guys were too weak. But but yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a fun game to play. Uh, it's good good for beginners, I guess. Do you feel like it's too easy? This version? Actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, because um, yeah. I have trouble catching Pokemon in that game so much harder than like the standard games. Yeah. To be honest. Sure. Like, and I, I'm very OP right now as well, because like what I do when I play Pokemon is like, hey. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm just going to go on all the routes and then yeah, level yeah. up my Pokemon like insanely crazy. Yeah, you're so grinding. So I can just like yeah. one kill everything because mm. that's how I just play. Yeah, that's uh, how Jeremy plays. But like <laughs> it's super – I think it's hard. I don't see how easy it is as like just because I'm terrible at catching the Pokemon. Mm. I'm so bad. I mean I got <laughs> – I mean, I got completely, like, I, all my Pokemon got knocked out at a couple of the gyms, so, I mean, I didn't feel like it was, I didn't feel like it was yeah, super okay. easy. Because, like, everybody, that seems to be, like, what, you you know, what's been, like, the bad people saying, like, oh, it's this one's too easy, or I hear this one's too easy. But I don't think it is. Like, I, I had I had plenty of trouble with the gym leaders, so, I mean, yeah, I think it's like, just as challenging as any of the other ones. Even those people not who, as are the y- who are, like, on the roots with, like, the... Ellipses on top of their heads. Those mm. people are hard. Mm-hmm. They're not ace trainers, but like they're. Oh yeah, a- yeah, yeah. The battle scams. trainers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are more difficult too. Yeah. Like, yeah. The and- easiest Pokemon game, Pokemon X and Y. That was really easy. Yeah, or Pokemon Snap. I remember that one? That, yeah, one, was really, that was really easy. Really easy. <laughs> <laughs> that one was incredibly easy. That's the only one I beat. <laughs> Snap. I, I beat X and Y. I, I, I don't know. I think that. I mean, I feel like if you know the types, like, all of them aren't really necessarily that hard. They're probably not, like, you know, after, like, after game Octopath Traveler, multiple boss level hard or anything like that, you know? But, I mean, they're difficult enough if you don't understand the types. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think I think it's cool. Like, I, I do like it, aside from my gripes about uh, no wonder trade and the whole my whole problem with uh, docking it. I really wish I could play it on the TV and not use motion control, but I'm hoping that that's something that's going to happen in the future. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about uh, Pokemon Let's Go? We're like getting close to two hours here, so should probably okay. start wrapping it up. Is there anything Would you else say you want to say? It's a must buy. Yeah, I completely agree. Like I loved it so much. I actually went like 
I went out and bought Let's Go Pikachu for myself. Yeah, you bought both of them. After. Yeah. <laughs> you double dipped on it. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. 100% Let's Buy on you. 100%. It's just so good. It's like if you like nostalgia, mm. definitely get it. Yeah. And if you don't mind having some like a new experience with the whole like how it used to be, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, if you like if you like the original Pokemon but you don't have to want to deal with like and there is it kind of reminds me a little bit of like uh that Metal Gear Solid the Twin Snakes game on on the GameCube. Like you're basically remaking the original one, but you're adding the stuff the like quality of life stuff that was in the later Pokemon. Like you don't need an HM slave. Like you don't need okay. to have you don't like like you'll like your EV will automatically learn flash and it'll automatically learn cut and you won't have to like it'll just do it whenever you're somewhere where that needs to be, which is very much like what they did in Sun and Moon. So I liked how they brought that in there. So it's just basically like playing the original one again, but with like some of the more advanced techniques that weren't available at that time in the first one. So exactly. yeah. So if you want to play, if you want to play through it again, or if you feel like, you know, playing Pokemon, I say, I say if you're into Pokemon, so what about, all, what about someone it. who never got all the way through blue? <laughs> Even though I tried multiple times, yeah. would it be a, you know an accurate or would it be a decent uh, substitute? Like, could I get all that I would get out of blue by playing this game? Oh sure, yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely okay. could. Like cool. you'll, you'll I mean, just be like, holy yeah. crap! I remember going through that route when yeah. like in the old series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the map even changed some of some of mm-hmm. the like roots up yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, the map's very similar, but there is changes. Yeah, there's changes in the dialogue and there's changes in the story, but but a lot but of the same. It's mostly to streamline things. And yeah, but the locations them. locations are there, like the Pokemon are there. Some of the trainers say the same things, I guess, which I think was cool that they carried it over. And I yeah. guess I I heard that after you beat it, you get to actually fly around like you could in the um in the Alpha was it the Alpha Sapphire games? You know, in the end when you get the I heard you can do you can, yeah. Yeah, I heard you can do that on this one too, on Let's Go. Like once you get to the end, you can fly around with uh, Charmander. Have you not seen that yet? No. <laughs> that's what I was. Uh, that's what I heard from a podcast that I listened to, Acts of the Blood God. They said that you could do that. So hopefully that is a thing that you can do. Like towards the end of it, you can do that, which I'm excited to get to that. I couldn't get as far on the 3DS one, but I'd like to get to that. But yeah, no, I give I give it a thumbs up. Uh, any of our listeners who are on the fence about it, you should probably check it out. It's 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 good it's good fun time. I mean, especially if you're a Pokemon fan, which yeah. should go without saying. But. Well, I think uh, if you're I think if you're a Pokemon fan, you already bought it. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mean, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's, that's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I, I did. You know, I went and digitally got that. You know, I got that in uh, Smash Bros. at the same time. Bought it like a few weeks before it came out. Like but, um, um, even people who just like people actually just bought a Switch just for getting that game. So that's like oh, also yeah, I bet. Yeah. that you should get it. Yeah, I'm sure the hardware sales went up too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, real quick before we go, Natasha, uh, what's your take on the te- Detective P- Pikachu movie? Oh, oh yeah. my god! I fl- <laughs> okay, so I flipped out. I'm actually really it's in support of Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu because yeah. I just like I love the idea of Pikachu so much. Yeah. <laughs> I flipped out. Um. I do think the Pokemon look a little creepy because I think it <laughs> I is. I think they look Tim, great. Who was yeah. it? Is it M Night Shyamalan or Tim Burton? It was M Night. Oh no! Who's working on it? I don't think either of them are involved with it. I think I'm getting everyone confused. <laughs> but um, whoever is working on it made it super creepy. But the only like Pokemon that I like that actually looks really good realistic is the Snubble that they showed. 
because that one looks the most like realistic but like the whole it's great because it stays true from the from what i get from the trailer is that it stays true to the game that came out as well and it's just such a different take on pokemon and it's actually one of my favorite series now as well the whole pokemon thing so i'm really looking forward to it and it's coming out in summer so it's like around my birthday month so i get Mm. to really like go nuts i'm probably gonna go see it like five times oh wow (laughs) oh so you're so you're totally in on it it gets is is your birthday in may my birthday is actually in june so i'm like hoping it comes out around then oh okay because i think it's uh, because it comes out in may yeah it's in may yeah because because my birth it, it comes out it comes out nine days before my birthday it comes out May tenth so it's like my uh it's like my birthday movie but uh yeah no I th- I think it looks fun I mean even furry Pikachu you think furry Pikachu doesn't look strange I mean I, I'm fine with it but some people think it's weird like the way you know way the characters just something that people never thought of when they were watching the anime like oh yeah of course they're all furry yeah it's actually well, just of them, anyway. like it's because of the eyes. I don't know, it's just the eyes. Like, Mr. Mime's eyes are also really creepy. Yeah. I think it looks awesome, actually. I mean, I, I'm super psyched for it. I don't think I'm going to see it multiple times in the theater, but I'm definitely... I think it looks great. I mean, I think, like, the Greninjas look cool with all their with their skin and, like, the yeah. and like the Bulbasaurs and all that. Like, I like the... Um, I don't know, like John was saying, kind of like the Roger Rabbit, like, uh, style, you know, where it's, like, mm-hmm. real people mixed with, like, the Pokemon. You know, it looks... Uh, I don't know. I think it looks rad. Like I'm, a, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm totally into it, and it's kind of dark. Like Roger Rabbit, like one of the ways that they were able to blend the cartoons with the real people was they made it kind of a dark toned movie. So there's lots of shadows and everything you wouldn't mm, see. The scenes. Yeah, yeah. So I think they yeah, were it was smart uh, to it do was that noir. This movie as well, and mm. I think they've done a fantastic job of blending the animation with the live action. And I, I, I'm saying that as somebody who, you know, I'm I'm. I didn't grow up with Pokemon. I'm not really that into Pokemon. Um, I'm not into Pokemon at all, really. But um, I want to see this movie. I'm interested in it. For sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like they just seamlessly blended this stuff together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's insane how they decided to, like, finally, after all these years, to make a live-action movie based off of this one game for the, <laughs> the whole series, just because the story was so different and unique. Yeah. Well, it was also, I feel like it's, like, the most... It has, like, the most story, I guess. It's, like, the most narrative of all the games. Which Pokemon, as they've gone, the stories have gotten deeper, you know? Like, yeah, but from po- But, like, Pokemon 1, like, Red and Blue, there wasn't really much of a story there, you know? It was kind of... It was just, like, go to the Elite Four, you know? Go from gym to gym and then the Elite Four. But then when you get to, like, you know, I felt like more like X and Y and Sun and Moon, like, added a lot more story to it. But De- Detective Pikachu is definitely all story. And it could be... Probably like adapted better, I guess, as a movie. That's what I think. But yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up here. But let's. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you and like where to find the uh, group, Natasha? Yeah, of course. So on Facebook, just type in Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. Our group is public, so you can easily find us. Um, currently, our like. Facebook photo is like the Chicago skyline with Pokemon Go Chicago Squad on it. Nice. And then you could also probably find it through my name, which is like Natasha Garrett. Mm-hmm. I'll probably come up when you search for me because I talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, that's basically how you can find us. And then if you want to, if you're also on Discord, I recommend joining like PNR and DTC. They're mm-hmm. not run by me, but they're run by my friends, so they're really it's, it's a lot of fun if you just want like really quick access to people 
for playing against like all around Chicago. Cool. Yeah, and I'll put those links in the description as well of the episode, so you can easily find that. And uh, you can find us at uh, NintendoMainPodcast.com. Um, you can find Jeremy and I on Twitter. Uh, what's your Twitter handle, Natasha? Oh, at Molten24, so it's M-U-L-T-I-N-2-4. Okay, and you can find Jeremy and I at uh, Nintendo underscore domain and jmaxstack, our, our Twitter. Uh, you can find us at YouTube, youtube.com slash fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. You can find us on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast also. And uh, yeah, this has been episode 148. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And special guest. Natasha Garrett. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, tune in next week and we will bring you more show and all that. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to say see ya? See ya. Yeah, there you go. Okay, man.